The caption of that video is how women want attention, and I think that's very factually true. Welcome back, beautiful and amazing human beings. My name is Lukardowski here of WeAreChange.org, and we are going to be live for the next two hours talking about all the latest, craziest news unfolding right now in our mainline political discourse, as of course there are some politicians out there that want to eviscerate every single strand of freedom and privacy left in this country, while, of course, serving the merchants of the military-industrial complex. We're going to be talking about that, plus all the latest news happening in the Middle East, happening with Will Smith, and happening around an issue that, of course, we cannot talk about in this broadcast. But essentially, if I could visually represent it, for it's, 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 it's this. <laughs> do, you, do you get what we're trying to say here? We can't say it here on this platform. And when the conversation continues on Rumble, we, of course, will be fully getting into it after an hour here on, of course, YouTube.com forward slash We Are Change, where you guys could participate in this broadcast many different ways. And one of the best ways to do that is to go to, of course, LukeUnfiltered.com, where, of course, you get to sign up as a member. And then when you do, you get access to a special Telegram channel where you get to actually be a part of the conversation. Call in with your face, your questions, unfiltered, uncensored, all through, of course, LukeUnfiltered.com. You join a Telegram channel. You could send us articles. You could send us videos to react to all that, a part of LukeUnfiltered.com. And one of the many, many, many perks you get as a member of this incredible platform. Another way to participate is, of course, through MySuperChats.com, a platform that only takes 3% cut from your Super Chats. YouTube, by the way, takes 30%. MySuperChats.com will allow your message to be shown to everyone on screen. We will be addressing all of them with all your Super Chats and Rumble Rants here on, of course, this independent media broadcast. As, of course, we have a jam-packed show with some really awesome, incredible individuals joining us today for this conversation. One of them is, of course, the one and only Marta Bueno. She is a politician here in the Southern Florida area, but Marta... For the people who don't know you, who are you? Like you said, I was a politician. I'm no longer one. I ran for Miami-Dade County Commissioner, and I'm currently the CEO of Our Good, a chewable nano uh, Delta-8 tablet. I, if someone called me a politician, I, I would have been like, why? So I po apologies in advance for my, uh, my indiscretion against you. Clint from the Liberty Lockdown podcast is also here. Who are you? Uh, Clint Russell, you know, former entrepreneur turned Liberty Ranter and now co-host of this fine program, as well as the host of Liberty Lockdown. Make sure you subscribe on audio podcatchers and YouTube and Rumble, everything else. Just search Liberty Lockdown, as well as uh, Tower Gang every Wednesday night. I will be on with Dave Smith on Timcast IRL on Thursday. Don't miss it. And I'll be there on Friday as well. It's going to be fun. Estefania is also here. We speak, we speak as a Spanish now. <laughs> Buenas tardes, todo el mundo. Buenas noches, señorita. Thank you. Oh, yes, yes. Correction. My name is Stephanie. I'm here on behalf of We Are Change. Steph, We Are Change on Insta. Yeah, it's no bueno aquí porque es loco politicians es muy mierda. <laughs> we'll get into it plus a lot more. But, of course, I think the first story that a lot of people are talking about is the very, 
crazy, bombastic, and let's just be honest here, radicalized statements made by Nikki Haley, who is trying to become the next president of the United States, who today also was supported by Jamie Dimon, the CEO of J.P. Morgan and Chase, that said that, you know, she's probably going to be the one that could help our economy. Uh, Probably what he means is she probably will be the presidential candidate that will start so many global conflicts that everyone will forget about the economy, therefore saving it in some kind of weird twisted logic because of course a lot of ruling elites do truly do believe in this crazy ideology that you need war to save the economy even though wars are financed by the big banksters to ruin local populations and of course wealth as life is essentially sacrificed at the altar for the personal well-beings of those money influencers and controllers let's get into this first video that of course is going viral of nikki haley who was on fox news and had these crazy bombastic idiotic radicalized crazy statements that she told everyone on national television and wasn't even ashamed of doing it. When I get into office, the first thing we have to do, social media accounts, social media companies, they have to show America their algorithms. Let us see why they're pushing what they're pushing. The second thing is every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's, first of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that, All of a sudden, people have to stand by what they say, and it gets rid of the Russian bots, the Iranian bots, and the Chinese bots. And then you're going to get some civility when people know their name is next to what they say. Accountability. And they know their pastor and their family member is going to see it. It's going to help our kids, and it's going to help our country. And then, of course, when we have the the gulags and the camps and the trains, we are going to make sure that everyone is going to have a nice handy badge that they're going to be sent off to the nice government re-education camps that literally were already put to the test in the Western world, specifically in Australia. Again, a a total digital identification system is something that we have been warning about for a very long time here, especially on independent media. We've been saying a day and age is coming where any kind of privacy, any kind of freedom, any kind of anonymity, any kind of ability to actually speak your mind freely and be able to, of course, keep your identity secret is going away. As, of course, we are dealing with a totalitarian total information surveillance state that wants to track, trace, and database everything. And once you do that, once you put an identity, it's essentially game over as you could rig the algorithm, you could rig the artificial intelligence, and the levels of manipulation that will happen, especially when it comes to the curation of algorithms, especially when it comes to the larger psyops that are run by the intelligence agencies that truly do control the social media networks, is going to be totally out of this control, uh, totally out of control and in my opinion the situation would be absolutely game over for everyone that's just my opinion what do you guys think or am i just being a crazy conspiracy theorist as they call it or a realist yeah no you're definitely not being a crazy conspiracy theorist she's saying it overtly Uh, she wants to make all anonymous accounts no longer anonymous well as even though i am a public figure and i do have my name out there i i still i have a lot of friends that are still anonymous because they have corporate gigs. And I, I, I understand that like the vast majority of people, uh, thanks to ESG and DEI and a bunch of other protocols that are largely government driven that have made it so that it's impossible to speak your mind without having your job and your livelihood jeopardized. Many of these people would just shut up if they couldn't have an anonymous account. And I think that's ultimately what they want. They want uh, as, as much narrative control as humanly possible. And not everybody is capable of committing their entire life to this process. So uh, I think it's a, a terrible idea, but it not at all surprising because Nikki Haley is, uh, is clearly, from my vantage point, clearly the chosen candidate. I mean, the fact that the 
keep in mind, J.P. Morgan Chase is the number one bank in America, which makes it one of the biggest banks on earth. Uh, the fact that Jamie Dimon comes out and supports her today, the fact that she's been pushing anti-Semitism, hate speech, uh, you know, laws, the fact that she now wants to get rid of anonymity, she wants to have uh, censorship and and spying apparatus on the internet. Uh, she is deep state 101, and also she's in favor of every war that you could possibly think of. She is one of the most dangerous politicians walking the earth today. You, you made a I point that I more. you made a point that I really wanted to expand on because she's also the same politician that says. If you say something that's against Israel, jail. If you say something that we disagree with, jail. Now she's like, we, we just want to know who's everyone online. Get the F out of here, you crazy sociopath. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Martha, what do you think about this proposition and what would be your response to if, if something like this was actually implemented? Oh, my God. I mean, like, this is just horrendous. Who does this woman think she is? And also, I think we a already... Boom, a boomer neocon calling for a social credit score system? That's who she <laughs> to is? Totally. I mean, we already have the government involved in our social media. They're already there. We had the Twitter files. We know know that the government is there. We know that the government is already involved in doing all these things and, and checking us out and figuring out who we are. Do we need it more? Like, this is her point. We want more of the same. Why? Of course, because you just said it. She's a war hawk and a neocon and all of those things. I mean, she. the Federalist Papers were originally pu published with a pseudonym. Obviously, being able to publish things with anonymity is something that the American, our American values have been around since forever. Like she's trying to push back against that. And I think, you know, you guys have already said it way more eloquently than I ever will. She's just <laughs> not the, a good person. She is filled with mirda. <laughs> is, is that how you, is that how you say it? I don't think you're supposed to say that on YouTube. I don't know if we could get in trouble. But I think we could say it. It's Spanish. We're in, we're in, we're, you know, we could say, okay, can, no, no, can no, we? I don't know. I, don't I have no idea. Away? I have no idea. But I just want to point I out something real quick because, uh, you know, people are going to say that, the, that I'm bringing this up because I'm trying to shame her for her heritage. Not at all the case. The, I, I just want to point out the hypocrisy. Her, her actual name is Nimirata Nikki Rondhawa Haley, and she goes by Nikki Haley to try and Americanize her name. I don't have any problem with that, but what I do have a problem with is you saying that we all have to use our legal name. She even said in that video she wants to use your whatever your driver's license says because that'll bring civility. Well, how about we get your full name? See how much more civil that makes you. She's not even she's not even living out her own principles. She's just a fraud. And where where is she from? Like where is that name from? Just curious. Well, no, I mean her family I think is from India originally. I think she was born here, but I don't really know. I assume she's running for president, so she must have been born here. This is not also the first time that she said uh, these crazy kind of outlandish statements. As of course, this is something that she stands behind firmly, and even on a separate uh, media organization when was when she was being interviewed by uh, Ruthless, she had this to say: "They need to verify every single person on their outlet because, and I want it by name." Because when what about you, Smug? Does he does he qualify? I, I've provided them with my government. If, if, <laughs> if Smug is on your driver's license, then and look, you can put Smug in parentheses. But I want everybody's name. They need to verify every single person on their outlet because, and I want it by name. Because when what about you, Smug? Does he does he qualify? I, I've provided them with my government. If, if, <laughs> I think yeah, yeah yeah sorry about that. Uh, but but if this happens, if this gets implemented, I am I, I think I would officially change my name to Nanya, last name business. Okay, because I don't give a damn. I want to poop post. I want to share memes. I want to share ideas that 
sometimes I, I, I don't want to put my face behind. And I, I think that ability to be able to freely express yourself as, of course, the Internet is a double-edged sword. And if you're going to be implementing these laws, you should at least have some free speech. But we don't have any free speech. We have, of course, a lot of central figures in social media that are working with the federal government and the intelligence agencies, just like they have from the very beginning, destroying, collaborating, and conspiring to destroy political speech in this country that is inconvenient to the establishment. And whether it's news stories, photos, videos, documentaries, you name it, any piece of information that they just don't like, they make sure that it's going to be very difficult to find. They're going to make sure that a lot of people are just accidentally unsubscribed, that they're muted, that, of course, they're not shared around as widely in the timelines as, of course, all the other things that do play ball, that, that do go along with their bullcrap, which brings me to the next story, and that, of course, is the implosion happening inside of the Daily Wire, as we recently saw Ben Shapiro go after his own person that he works with, Candace Owens, and then heavily criticize her for, um, what was the exact words that he used here, Clint? Uh, I think he said it was shameful. Yeah, 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 yeah. We could play the full video. I, I played it in my earlier broadcast today. But, uh, you know, the Daily Wire also has individuals like Jordan Peterson that uh, work for it. Jordan Peterson, who, again, also has been very vocal on this very issue and has been heavily criticized as, of course, he comes out and he attacks people for for criticizing him anonymously. And this right. is also a, a, another kind of issue that they're tied with again, as of course, his perspective on the entire Middle East conflict has been very uh, emotional, very biased, very one-sided comparatively to everything else that we've been seeing out there, which a lot of people were, were surprised to see. But you're seeing a lot of different parallels between Nikki Haley, Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro, The Daily Wire. And if you don't you know, go along with, with the, the, the messaging or the official narrative, you get kind of called out and publicly attacked, just like Candace Owens was with a, a, you know, a national audience as his comments, Ben Shapiro's comments, were just recorded and then shared around to everyone on the Internet, which... Uh, Pretty distasteful. It's, it's, uh, it's not good uh, workers' etiquette, to say the least. Yeah, what I, what I find most disturbing about it, though, is that Candace Owens has been very moderate on this issue. Like uh, She's put out really boilerplate kind of Christian sentiment like, hey, let's not you know, genocide people. Let's not kill kids by the thousands. And, and that is enough for her to have run afoul of her own boss. I, I mean, I just don't, I don't understand what what they're expecting like everybody at the daily wire has to march in lockstep as you know thousands of kids are, are killed if that's if that's their their <laughs> if that's the litmus test for working for the daily wire it's it's not going to be a fun time so if you disagree with ben shapiro you're kind of i mean she's not out so we'll see where that goes but right yet yeah she's not out yet i think i think she's en route honestly because the fact that she's willing to continue to to do this she's been doing it for a couple weeks now and the fact that this video just came out yesterday or i think it was actually early this morning uh where ben is at some big party he's standing up there this little tiny guy <laughs> little box standing up on a couch or something it came out last night we could play the video right now all right let's do it Everybody can see the moves that she's making and the things that she's saying, and I find them disreputable. 
Yeah, now imagine being at the meeting uh, the next morning as that video goes live, as the two are supposed to now work together in some way. But that's not only the biggest difference between these two kind of larger representations at the Daily Wire. There's also a big difference when it comes to addressing big pharma, as it's important to note here that Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro all told everyone to get... We're on YouTube here. To, you know... to. to Get the get get get, get a, a procedure that there wasn't a lot of scientific backing of, but there was a lot of big pharma marketing with. And uh, Candace Owens was one of the few individuals that actually spoke out against this issue, made a very uh, you know bold stand. And when when we look back at it, the right stand on this issue, as of course a lot of people were hurt, a lot of people remained, a lot of people are injured, a lot of people have lost their lives because of the bad advice that was given by Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro, who never publicly really addressed this or apologized in any way after recommending people you know, do the thing that we can't say that everyone was forced and extorted to do just uh, a, a few years ago. So there's a lot of big ideological differences. And I don't know, for me personally, I don't see Candace Owens working there uh, that much longer. I well, think she should. I'm sorry. No, please. I think she should pull a Tucker Carlson and, you know, hightail get, it get out of there. Get fired? <laughs> uh, or, or start her own thing and, you know, crush them. I think she's a big enough name now at this point that, they need her more than she needs them. That's where I'm a little confused. I thought she was starting her own thing. So maybe I'm coming out from under a rock, but I had no idea she was part of the Daily Wire. I thought she had her own show and everything. No, she works for the uh, Daily Wire. Yeah. But also when you look at Tucker Carlson, I, I don't think that's a good example because Tucker Carlson was the number one news anchor in all of America. He was keeping Congress in check. He was keeping Kevin McCarthy in check. He was able to have a huge impact. He was able to go live for an hour on national television and be the number one show that everyone would always talk about. He would be making the news instead of just talking about the news and now yeah he releases some videos he just showed up to spain recently to talk about the larger demonstrations happening in that region he interviewed the next potential president of argentina which i think you know martha we i want to get into that too i want to get into what's happening in madrid too i don't know if you're you're following up yep. on that issue as well uh but big stories are happening but but it's not having that much of an impact like it used to have so there is some kind of merit to saying that if tucker carlson stayed on fox news he would have had a bigger larger impact and i think that statement is true and it might potentially even be true for Candace Owens, who is a part of a large distribution network, one of the biggest media distribution networks out there on social media that does buy a lot of advertisements, that does dominate the cultural space. And I, I think there's an argument to make here that she is where she is because of The Daily Wire. Sure, absolutely. She is where she is because of The Daily Wire, but I'm not saying that she has to be Tucker Carlson. I'm just saying she should go in that direction. I, I personally would be like, you know, my kind of boss is talking about me in this way. Well, I'd head out and maybe partner up with Tucker Carlson himself. Like she could be a free agent and do whatever she wants. I, I would just that would be my advice. If, you know, we were girlfriends, I'd be like, you know, I'd go out on my own. Yeah. Her her name recognition is is really high. Absolutely. And and I think that, you know, even though T uh, Luke may be right that Tucker isn't having as broad of an impact, but I think his impact is actually more profound in this current iteration of himself because he's he's interviewing whoever he wants. He's saying whatever he wants. He's really 
I think he's course correcting a lot of the narrative about like, oh, you can't go out on your own and succeed. Actually, you can. And I think once he's out from under his contract, which as far as I know, he's still not actually out. He's still under the Fox News contract and probably being paid by them. So that that limits the fact that he can monetize his program on X. Once he's able to do that fully, we we may find out that it's actually more lucrative to have gone independent, to have been fired uh, by Fox. So I think that Tucker was kind of like the canary in the coal mine. I think Candace could be the next one. There's lots of of big influential people that when it comes to these really, you know, hot button issues like Israel Palestine, people want to be able to speak their mind. And I think that it's better to not have groupthink. I don't think that you should have a network that that requires a litmus test that like, oh, you have to stand with some horrific warfare just to to get along with your boss. I think it's it's an absurdity. So, if they want to if they want to be that rigid ideologically, well then bye. I think Candace will be successful on her own. Well, Tucker Carlson also was uh, criticized by Ben Shapiro for his coverage of what's happening in the Middle East right now, too, which also kind of binds these kind of anti-establishment, anti-authority figures that uh, clearly there's a big disruption in when it comes to the alternative media. And we're seeing the lines drawn. There's some people that believe America should be first. Other people believe America should be Second, third, maybe even last on the priorities list of what politicians should be doing or actually uh, serving. So uh, I, I think this divide is really shaking things up. It, it shook things up, especially within the people on, on the left. It absolutely shook a lot of things on the right, and uh, it, it divided a lot of people. A lot of people are, are at each other's throats. They're, they're arguing. They're, they're fighting each other. And I, I think we're finally seeing a lot of people's true colors as a lot of the, a lot of the individuals that were saying, no more money for foreign wars or saying, maybe just a little bit money for my friends here, please. <laughs> just give me, come on, let's do it. We could, we could do it. You know, who cares about the grocery bills, the utility bills, energy prices? Who cares about any of this stuff? Let's just print more money and send it to them so they could, you know, create the perpetual war on terror cycle that creates more terror and uh, never actually fights it and never does anything about it. We got a rumble rant from the quartering. Shouts out to the quartering. Up, He's uh, an awesome dude. Shouts out to Jeremy and all the things that he does here on Rumble as well. He said uh, 901 viewers. What does it mean? It's a conspiracy within a conspiracy within a psyop that uh, we have beaten now. And now we have 916 viewers here on Rumble. So shouts out to the quartering. Shouts out to... Uh, uh, everything that he does on this platform and the trailblazer that he is when it comes to, of course, independent media and addressing a lot of these key issues. But sure. back back to the subject at hand here, um, which side of the of the anti-establishment media narratives are you guys on? Oh, I'm clearly I'm I'm, I'm you're, not just, you're on the side of Israel. We know. No, I'm, just, yeah, I'm yeah. not just America I, the first. IDF, Mossad. I, <laughs> I got you. Yeah. People have been telling me I'm on the side of Hamas. Now all of a sudden I'm on the side of IDF. Who knows? Uh, no, I'm actually an America only type of person. I really I, I it's it's I've evolved towards this. I used to be America first. And then I was like, well, apparently that's not being taken seriously. Actually, a really good example of this was when Thomas Massey was tried to be uh, excommunicated by Donald Trump because he wanted a vote. He wanted to have a roll call vote on the COVID aid package. And Donald Trump said, oh, how dare you? How dare you have a, a roll call vote where people are actually on the record before the largest spending bill in human history is passed? And Thomas Massey put his foot down and he he tried to make it happen. So Donald Trump tried to get him out. Keep in mind, Donald Trump run ran on an America first campaign, right? But But when it came down to it, 
Is there? I think there's only one politician in America that's actually America first, and that's Thomas Massey. So I think that's what we're seeing more of is that I think that people like Tucker Carlson, maybe Candace Owens, are actually America first type of folks, and they're finding out that the people that they've been bedfellows with are not. Martha, are you uh, America first or Cuba first? <laughs> well, I'm America first, of course. Um, and yeah, like it's just crazy to me how Americans, general Americans, people working, you know, have to pay for all these wars. Like, no, no, we have to be on the side of the people, the people who go to work, the people who support our country. Why are we going to war in other countries and why are we supporting these things? No, absolutely. America first and foremost and America first, America second, America third. And then maybe if we have some leftover, Cuba. Can, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> that's on a personal level. That's not on political level. I want to take it up uh, another notch here since you guys are America first. I am nobody first. Stop taxing us. Stop taking my money. Stop spending it on bull crap that we don't need. Stop it. No one first. I'm uh, good with that. Yeah, I'm yeah, good yeah, with that, too. It doesn't have that nice of a slogan because like, America first sounds pretty solid. Yeah. Like, you know, it could be in a movie <laughs> and a first. tagline. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nobody first. Like, stop it. Stop the government. Stop the taxation. Stop the theft. Stop the robbery. Stop the nonsense. We don't need you, son of a guns. We can handle it on our own. Some people are going to win Darwin Awards. Let them. Maybe they deserve <laughs> to win those Darwin Awards. Maybe we should allow a free market that never really existed here during our recent lifespan. Maybe we should just give that a try instead of centralizing and controlling people and believing that politicians are going to save us. They're not. No politician is going to save you. All of them are self-interested. All of them give a damn about themselves, and they do not give a damn about you. What, what I find offensive is that people like Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, Chris Christie to a lesser extent, DeSantis too, um, and, and Trump, for that matter, they all run on America first to some extent. They give it lip service. None of them mean it. None of them mean it at all. And it's just like, when will the people <gasps> I'm realize shocked. it? Uh, politicians Wait, I'm don't, sorry. Don't Politi mean what they say. <laughs> but it, I didn't know what to say though. to that. It oh, my God. Because, because I, look, I, I, I understand <laughs> your reaction. But I'm just saying, for the people that are, are supporting these <gasps> uh, alleged outsiders that are actually functioning as just blatant insiders. I don't know why it's taking so long for people to realize. Like, how is Nikki Haley climbing in the polls with like, we're gonna just bomb everybody? She has chase money behind her. Yeah, That's I why. Guess. What politician has ever kept his promise or her promise? Ron Paul. Uh, that, yes. Okay. <laughs> Thomas Massey. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like the real, the ones that are out there, like the you know. Yeah. No. Uh, the, in terms of like a high like profile, a, you're, I can't you're think going of to the the ones we actually like. Right. There's a reason we like them. Right. Um. No. For real. Like. Chuck Schumer, uh, I just posted today. He, he his five year anniversary of saying that when he, you know, he's gonna he's gonna legalize cannabis. Five years, you've had control. Let's go. Yeah. When is it gonna happen? Yeah. So they never keep these promises. I mean, I'm I'm shocked. I'm telling you, I'm shocked. We got another rumble rant by Switzerland Play It, who says, Jeremy, you see you next Tuesday. Unmute me on your channel. I don't know what you did, Switzerland Play It, uh, but uh, yeah, Jeremy. Uh, they want you to unban them, but that's a different story. But uh, as this story kind of uh, progresses here and as we move towards these kind of in in insane policies, how do how do we like move forward in, in a way where, again, we, we don't vote for the less of two years? How, how do we uh, address a lot of this nonsense? Because there is going to be a shakeup before the next presidential election. And right now you are seeing an establishment shift towards Moving away from Ron DeSantis and a lot of the Wall Street, a lot of the big banksters, a lot of the big corporatist players, 
They're positioning themselves behind Nikki Haley, who, of course, is a very dangerous warmongerer. What would you do? Who would you vote for if you have a choice between Joe Biden and Nikki Haley? You have a self-defense tool to your head, and you have to choose one of these two individuals. Who do you vote for, Joe Biden or Nikki Haley? I'm going to leave that poll up on YouTube as well, so people could vote uh, nice on, this, you. on this uh, question. <laughs> You're checking out, huh? Yeah, uh, I'm not. You have to. You have. Who do you have? You have yeah, to. That's I, what I said. I have to. I have to make a choice, or that tool of self-defense is used. Uh, well, it was nice knowing you. If I'm going to be totally honest, and this is not an easy choice because Joe Biden has been an absolute disaster, but Nikki Haley is Hillary Clinton. Like mm-hmm. there, there is almost no air between these two. Just nightmarish human beings why <laughs> is it always the women though like it's like we need a woman president I know, really I, I i know right right why martha? is it these horrible it's, like I, no they're it's they're doing it just a disservice uh, no no it's all women martha i'm sorry i'm i hate to break it to you <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. I, I concur all right, I, I agree, I think I agree with that this is what happens thing. when you come on a podcast with I, well, we're just messing around we're just messing around uh look i agree with you it's sad it's sad that like uh even elizabeth warren like all of these all of these women that like rise to the uh, you know, the lofty heights of our political establishment are usually just scum of the earth. Like they're just the worst possible people. And it doesn't, it speaks to the, the corruption of the system that that's, I mean, you have Kamala Harris who, Oh, yeah. oh my God. Like, <clears throat> So hey, hey, she worked very hard on her hands and knees, especially her <laughs> knees to get where she's at right now. Okay. She's Listen, a hard working woman. All right. <laughs> um, she's a, I'm sure a very hard working woman. However, why is it that this is a representation of women in politics? Like seriously, it we sucks. need to yeah, we need to change this. Where is our female Ron Paul? Oh, good question. Are, am I sitting next to her? We'll see. Uh, but, uh, I'm out of politics for now. Yeah. Well, I, look, is <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard? What do you guys think about Tulsi Gabbard? She's uh, uh, she's, I don't she's doing know. she's doing a fundraiser in Miami right now. So uh, I, we just asked her to come on the show as well. So we'll, well see if she then comes I'll, then I'll, I'll be kind to her until I get to actually skewer her with questions. But I, I will say um, she hasn't struck me as being as anti-war as she originally led on. It, it seems as if, well, while she does want to largely get our troops out from overseas, I, at least rhetorically she has said that a few times, uh, when it comes to this extremist Islam element, she still, I, I don't know if it's like actually her, her true beliefs because she was over in the Middle East and maybe I know she was working as like a nurse or something and, and probably suffered some sort of attacks and maybe she actually has some sort of animosity towards those people. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know, but her takedown of like Kamala Harris and the oh, debate is, is like one of my favorites. So how do I feel about her? I don't know. I don't know enough about her actual stances right. to really make that. I mean, she seems like she's anti-war. <laughs> she she exactly. seems she like, seems. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she just hasn't gotten paid by the right. She, well, she did endorse Joe Biden. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Yeah. not after a great talk, yeah. yeah. After she's like, he's horrible, all these things. And then, uh, but he's going to be your president. Yeah. So. But that's politics. But a lot, keep, of, lot of underhanded, dirty things happen. Keep in, in mind, it's, it's not just that Kamala Harris, you know, made her career off of her hands and knees, as Luke so eloquently <laughs> put it. But it's also that this woman held exonerating evidence back from people that were on death row in the state of California. As a former Californian, I take this very personally. She was a DA. She was as vicious as they come. And uh, she's just a bad human being. And I think that that's another example of the females that rise to the lofty heights of our political establishment that are just the worst people. She laughed about using marijuana while also putting people in jail for marijuana. So, you know, it's it's a hypocrite. She's a hypocrite like all of them. And she lied about listening to Tupac when when his album wasn't even out yet. (laughs) She was in college and like... (laughs) But, you know, Montel got in there, you know? (laughs) So there's that. (laughs) 
So uh, that's such a weird caveat. Yes, Montel Williams, the talk show host. He so, you know, she's she's veteraned. She's been through a lot. <laughs> that poor woman. Um, and, and I did anyway, not know that. I am I'm learning. I'm today, I'm, I'm today years old. Yep. When she I was, she was taken on a, a red carpet by uh, Montel, who's like you know like hey look who I got. Uh, but anyway, let's let's change <laughs> wow. topics. I also want to talk about the. I, I, wanna, don't know. That's worse I also want to talk about the wacky tabacky uh, that we're going to talk about on on Rumble. But uh, I want to talk about what is happening in Spain right now because there does seem to be a, a revolution unfolding in that country right now. There are major demonstrations that Tucker Carlson is covering on the ground right now as it looks like socialists have fully taken over that government and have been met with tremendous amounts of protest on the streets there. He's, here's a clip of Tucker Carlson talking to the people of Spain in Spain. Violence to end democracy is a is a tyrant, is a dictator, and, and this is happening in the middle of Europe. So uh, we thought it deserved more coverage than it's getting. Oh, <laughs> if your government is allowing foreigners to come in and hurt you, they're committing war against you. You know, our news media doesn't report a lot of things, and in our time here, it's very obvious that the socialists, in an alliance with the separatists. And we are having some uh, internet problems, as we, as we now have the spinning wheel of... Uh, oh. Hold on, buffering. Wait, uh, hold on, sorry. ...are trying to end the rule of law in Spain. If you don't have freedom of speech, you don't have the freedom to defend yourself, and you can't vote your way out of it, the system is rigged, you're in real trouble, real trouble. So I, I'm really rooting for your success. Is the world actually seeing how um, important is what is happening here? No, no, the world is not seeing how important it is. Um, but... More buffering. Martha, what do you think about what's happening in España? Right? I love Aquí. it. I can't I, I can't help but love it. I'm sorry. I just think that it's it's awesome that they're finally fighting back. For the longest time I thought Spain was just gonna lay down and take it. Can and you so explain to the to the people what's going on there? Because it's a little bit of a complicated situation, but in short, it kind of looks like the socialists have just uh, kind of upended the rule of law and have uh, taken a lot of power for themselves without As going through tend to do without do, without going through kind of uh, the the regular processes that they usually would. Can you explain to people what happened? Uh, yeah, so I'm not as um up to date on it, but yes, that's basically it. the The party that is for socialism, Vox, has taken a lot of the um, control and and people are are sick of it and are actually fighting back. So the, the, the crazy thing is Spain has been going down this socialist path for a while now. This isn't new. And so it, it seems that people are just not going to let it get to that point, or at least it looks like that. Um, and it's just a lot of unrest. It's especially in Madrid. I don't know that the entirety of Spain is out in the streets. It just seems like the capital, which is Madrid, is is out in the streets. So I don't know. You know, it's 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 an interesting story. I I do think that the the lack of media coverage is is definitely a thing that um, our own media I think is blocking. I, you know, you don't really hear the stories of when people are against socialism. It it's just why are they so quiet on this? It's a huge story. Madrid is a huge city. Um, people out in the streets at all hours. Why is this? Oh, you not know why. Just, just, just as, as you made fun of me for uh, pretending as if I didn't understand why politicians would lie, you know why the media doesn't want us to know that the there's people that are actually rallying for freedom. <laughs> like the, right. That's that's very counter to their uh, their narrative. interests. Yeah. yeah. And I, their narrative, for that matter. So yeah. I it, mean, it, you're supposed to love socialism. Who doesn't love free things, right? Like this is what they they tell you all the time. You know, right. it's these evil capitalists that don't want the socialist thing. 
I think that they've been living under it and they have. I mean, they've, they've Spain is a country that's gone through this before. So I think that, that we're finally seeing people fighting back and I'm here for it. And we're seeing it also in Argentina with Javier Malay. Um, that's that's about as hopeful. I mean, he's like the I think he's probably the only anarcho-capitalist. This that, Sunday is the election. Yeah, Go yeah, Malay. Yeah. So uh, for those that aren't paying attention to it, he's an anarcho-capitalist. I mean, he's like me. It's crazy. It's mm. absolutely nuts. Okay, that just this tone it down, though, because he is a politician. And you know that I have been team Malay for years now. Yeah. Um, but he is a politician. So are you telling me that he's not good? Um, I'm saying that I've heard from Argentinians that they really like him, but also they're a little concerned because yeah. he does have some ties with people. You know, the, the, he, he listen, I don't know if he's playing the political game to get ahead. And that's why he has to align himself I, with some people. I think I know where you're going with this because there, there, he wants to align uh, and he wants to get away from I think it's the peso in Argentina. Uh, and he wants to have the U.S. dollar as the currency and now, cryptocurrency and potentially even Bitcoin. Right. And that that's obviously great. But the, the fact that he wants to go with the U.S. dollar to me says this guy knows that the CIA will topple him unless he plays ball. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's why he's going that direction. But also the economy in Argentina is just absolutely destroyed. Oh, it's been right. wrecked. It's been hyperinflated because the government there tried to print money out of thin air, just like the government here is doing, and absolutely just devalued it to extreme extents where you now have to go through private bookers illegally to change your money in a currency that is actually worthwhile for you to be there. If you go through the channels you essentially get robbed by the government there that of course their official uh conversion is absolutely not realistic to the real situation on the ground there as of course u.s dollars do have a lot of prominence when you bring them into argentina you have those bolivars uh bolivars in argentina no they're the peso the, pe the pesos bolivars are in venezuela which was also hyperinflated yeah. and it's crap so you don't want that no either. no no I, we, I did some reporting on the ground in in, in caracas and it was absolutely wild and and just absolutely infuriating to see what the government did to the local populations there as as the value of everyone's savings was just eviscerated and then I eviscerated and eviscerated in in Argentina yeah. uh in Venezuela I lived in Venezuela when all the, of the currency collapsed oh yeah yeah I mean the start of it I yeah. I lived in Venezuela when it was 4.25 bolívares to a dollar and then that was the first bolívar cuz then it hyperinflated so much that they had to create a new Bolivar, <laughs> mm. and then that hyperinflated too. So I mean, it's it, it, government printing money. I well, mean, I, at least the United States has like the petrodollar, and everybody wants the dollar, so it kind of keeps us in for check. now. For now, for <laughs> now, but it keeps us in check. I mean, if we didn't have that, if we didn't have that demand, then we would be in the same uh, situation. What, I'm sure. Long ago, where, where, yeah. was there like writings on the wall that you saw that were kind of troubling in in Venezuela when you were there? That that you kind of saw the trajectory of where it was going. So I was a child. But my father, who had escaped Cuban communism and saw this before, and I remember him vividly telling all of his friends, like, I've seen this before, it's happening here. And Venezuelans back in that time were very well off. They were the richest country in Latin America. And so they'd be like, you know what? And my dad being at that time, now Venezuela is filled with Cubans. It's taken over by Cuba. Um, but at the time, my, my dad was one of the few Cubans, you know, in, in his friend group. And they'd be like, no, Cubano, you don't know what you're talking about. You have no idea. And my dad was like, no, no, tr trust me. I've seen this before. And they're like, we have petroleum. We have so much petroleum. This will never happen here. Fast forward, it happened. Yep. And, um, you know, if it's worth anything, my dad says the same thing about America. So well, I was just going to say, I, there's so many people from like former Eastern Bloc nations that broke off of the USSR that have, uh, you know, immigrated to America that tell me the same thing constantly. They go, 
We've we've lived this before, people. Listen to us. This is a communist. This is a Marxist revolution that you're living through. It's the early days. It doesn't feel like it. You're like, this is America. We have gun rights. Da, 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 free speech. There's for no now. way. What's that? For now. Yeah, exactly. For now. You and, have gun rights. For now. Yeah, and and the, the what scares me is that there's this dichotomous attack where it's it. You have Nikki Haley, who's allegedly you know the scion of conservatism, but she's basically a communist herself. She wants to have censorship and all, all this other nonsense of infinite spending, infinite war. Then on the, the left, you have Joe Biden, who's just a freaking skin puppet that doesn't have any thoughts at all for himself. He just does whatever, probably what Jamie Diamond, Diamond wants him to do. So they have, basically, you have these two options that are being presented to you, right? But but what do they offer you? Anything different? No, not really. Like, where will the war be? That might be the, the choice that you get to make. It's pathetic. So, so You make uh, no choices. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we should not be under We that have the results of the poll here on uh, YouTube, which has very record low participation. I wonder why. But when people were asked, who would you vote for, Nikki Haley or Joe Biden, if you had to vote for somebody, it's nearly a 50-50 split. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't I, blame I, them. I mean, yeah. I, that, that's a hard choice but, to make. But, but that's a potential of what our upcoming presidential elections What happens like. to the libertarians? Um, and where's the rise of the libertarians in that scenario is my question. I definitely think they haven't took, taken advantage of, of the situation. I, I think they definitely need a lot more work. I, I, we, I believe we're going to have the lead kind of front runner for the libertarian uh, presidential candidacy here on the show. Chase you, Oliver? Is it Chase Oliver? Or he, is he's it, referencing or, Michael Reckon Wolf. Or, or is it, uh, what's it called? What's his name? Uh, that that, uh, that, that uh, guy from, um, that hick from that Netflix show. That uh, the Tiger King is it going to be Tiger King? <laughs> oh. I would love to have oh. Tiger King. This is a personal invitation to Tiger King, who's an inspiration to all, to come on this show and to uh, give us his take on what he would do as president of the United States. As of course, he is throwing his wonderful hat into the ring, and uh, he might be the candidate that libertarians deserve. In my opinion. Oh. Well, he's certainly uh, entertaining. If that's all we're looking for, I guess that works. Look. It, the the Libertarian Party is is kind of scrambling to figure out what they're going to do, and I think I think there's still a potential that they they catch uh, you know fire in 2024. It hasn't happened yet. There's a lot of infighting. There's a lot of like people that are running against each other that are are tearing each other down. We'll see where it goes. I don't know. What do you think is going to happen in the Argentinian election? As of course, uh, there's there's a lot of controversy surrounding Mealy. He allegedly, this is the the news report that I saw. Martha, maybe you could tell me if this is true or not. He was saying that he hears voices in his head, and that this will essentially lead to him losing the election. As of course, the, the elections now in Argentina are runoff elections because they were too close to call. So now they're doing breakaway elections that are going to be happening very soon, right? Sunday. Yeah, this, the 19th, this Sunday. This Sunday. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. This do you, Sunday, do you have any faith in the election's legitimacy? I have no faith in any election okay. legitimacy. Fair. I just, you know, I ran a campaign here in Miami-Dade County and I, I saw some things. So mm. I have no faith in it whatsoever. I will that say... That you ran through a website that we can't mention here on this particular broadcast that we are going to be talking about on Rumble. <laughs> so, sorry. Well, Yay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Patricia Bullrich, who was the, the third candidate in that run, uh, that did not make the runoff. She was the, the third uh, top candidate. She endorsed Malay. And she had 20%, he had 20%, and, and they, uh, you know, together, I think they would absolutely beat him. So the fact that she's backing Malay, I hope, I think he will win. Um, if I had to bet, I'd say he's going to win. I do too. Um, I just, he has all this, you know, push behind him right now. And, and in the debate, 
Um, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I mean, he just eviscerated Masa, who is the, you know, he's he's the um, leftist kind of establishment corporatist. Yes. And he's also, uh, you know, the financial whatever for Argentina right now. So can you, can you imagine that you're living through hyperinflation? You have the finance czar who is an option. And then you have a guy who's saying, like, no, I'm going to give you sound money. I'm going to you know make the economy work. And pe- and it's still a coin flip. Like, how crazy is that? You know, I stopped trying to understand it a long time <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah. And, and that's the thing about Latin America, um, that. It, it seems like we don't get out of this stuff because people are just not educated and they don't choose to become educated on this subject. I think people who are see Malay as, you know, we can't do any worse than this guy. Let's yeah. let's try it. But, but what, Bukele could do it in El Salvador. I, I think it, it does provide a window of opportunity for a lot of kind of capitalistic right-wingers, more libertarian, more freedom-oriented individuals that, that are bringing solutions towards a lot of problems that do plague Latin America. Because financially, Latin America is in the crappers. They're not doing that well. There's a reason why there's so many migrant caravans of individuals saying, I'm just going to drop everything I have. We're going to create a little bit of a brain drain wherever I'm at. Doesn't matter. I'm going to America to get my U.S. dollars that Joe Biden keeps promising me with all the NGOs and groups that, of course, are down there saying, hey, if you just come here, you'll get given everything. And in some places you do. So um, I I think it would if he goes to the Bitcoin, if he goes to dollar, I think the same thing that we see in El Salvador, we see people like migrating there from these rich countries. You see, I, I was just in El Salvador this week. I ran into so many Americans, so many Brits, so many Kiwis, uh, New Zealanders there that it's it's impressive. I mean, I was the first person to start criticizing Bukele. I was like, oh, he's a little too authoritarian for me, but I got to give it to him. He's definitely cleaned up the streets. You talk to Salvadorians and they're like, you know, it's great. We, You know, you used to get stabbed in the street, you used to be fearful of all of this, and now you can actually walk around. You can actually go outside and you're not fearful. You can walk around at past 8 p.m., so he actually went after crime and, and didn't and criminalize didn't. normal behavior. <laughs> like, holy cow, that's rare because when politicians are given vast amounts of power, they're like, yeah, we're going to just get the criminals and they end up getting their political opponents and they uh, end up getting there's a little everyone bit else. Of that and there's, there's a history <laughs> of, of, you know, the CIA and the banana republics and, of course, the economic hitman intervening in Latin America and just saying, hey, you know what? We're the CIA. We're going to pop and, and take you out and... and or give us your resources, please. And a lot of the despots and dictators are usually placed in from the CIA by the United States. And sometimes they support right-wing guys. Sometimes they support left-wing guys. But what happened in Chile was a right-wing guy was put in by essentially Henry Kissinger during the 1973 coup d'etat that uh, ended up with uh, some significant life loss. Hmm? Well, I just wanted to say real quick that I, I'm actually very hopeful about the geopolitical, uh, just the... I don't want to say global south, then I sound like a socialist, but the Latin America. Uh, I have so many followers on Twitter that are, you know, Spanish speakers, Portuguese speakers, because they're from Brazil, they're from uh, Argentina, they're from Venezuela. Like the the Austrian economics is just catching fire in a way that I think it's it's probably it's more of a hotbed for Rothbard and Mises and you know Ron Paulianism uh, than anywhere else on earth. Maybe even more so than America. It's really incredible what's happening. It is. You know that in uh, Guatemala they have the only libertarian university. Oh, that's um, neat. Yeah, um, Francisco Marroquí, which Gloria Alvarez is a. a 
Okay. Gloria Alvarez is a an, an, an alum from there. So there is, I think there is a big movement moving towards libertarian ideas, but it's not big enough. And you can see that with Brazil and with the Foro Sao Paulo. I mean, there's just, uh, we're not there yet. Yeah. These countries have so much power. Um, you know, uh, recently a, a very, the, the most well-known Brazilian podcaster, they call him the Brazilian Joe Rogan monarch, um, he had to flee Brazil because he made a comment on his show and the judicial system came after him and they, you know, shut him down uh, effectively just you know, he couldn't even post to Twitter. He was being banned from posting from even Twitter. And Incredible. isn't the former president there also facing some, some significant charges as well? Um, and, and <laughs> I would be surprised. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, you know, aren't, isn't Brazil arresting their, their political opponents right now, just mm -hmm. like, like they're doing here inside of the United States? Like they're doing to Donald Trump? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's I think that's one of the things that you can look across Latin America and just see. So that happened in Nicaragua. They they arrested every political uh, candidate that was running for president last year. I mean, it's just the thing that they do. So when you're questioning whether your government is uh, too authoritarian, if they start arresting the political candidates instead of like trying to actually beat them in the polls, you know you've crossed that line. Right. Well, and particularly when they're not arresting them for like their actual crimes. <laughs> you right. know, like like when they they you know have unconstitutional wars that kill tens of thousands of people. Fine. Totally fine. But. If you keep a classified document after you're out of the White House, well, then you got to go to jail, buddy. It's ridiculous. So I'm, I'm really curious what's going to be happening to Melee. Melee? Melee. 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 Javier Melee. Javier Melee. Uh, as, of course, his rants and his speeches are absolutely incredible. Here's one of them that uh, I, I recently saw that, that has inspired a lot of people to back this man who might be the next president of Argentina. La justicia social que es lo más injusto que existe, porque implica robarle a una persona el fruto de su trabajo para dárselo a quien a mí se me da la gana. Pero ¿de dónde salieron esta manga? Oídos meos, buffering. Clint, translate really quickly. What did, what did he say? Uh, I speak Spanish to a very low extent. So, Martha, please. <laughs> he was saying that, uh, well, he has this very expressive language. So I first have to say that, like, when you listen to him, it's just, it fills my heart because he's just so awesome and, like, the way he says things. It's but an incredible orator. I love it. He, yes, he's amazing. Um, but he was saying that it's insane to take from from one group of people to give to whoever the political class feels like. And I, I mean, it happens here in America. Who are these people making decisions? Like we have to give up, what, 40% of your income for whatever it is that these people want to give it to. Israel, Ukraine. <laughs> among others, among many, many, many others, I know plenty of Catholic people that would hate to give their money to abortions, and they have to. So it, it's so many things that you have to give your money for, and that's what he's talking about. Or he's, the transitioning of children, of which is absolutely crazy. I think we, we loaded up the rest of the video. Let's play this. Manga de sátrapa. ¿Sabes por qué? Porque además en todo ese proceso, no solo que destruyeron la economía, empobrecieron a la gente, ¿sí? desde el año 70 hasta ahora el Estado se triplicó y multiplicaron por seis el número de pobres. ¿sí? ¿Y sabes quiénes fueron los únicos que provocaron?
políticos. Entonces, ¿saben qué? Quieren, digamos, quedarse en este país, ¿saben qué? Tienen que identificar el enemigo, el enemigo son los políticos. Hay que ir contra los políticos. Esos son nuestros enemigos, esos son los que nos hunden en la pobreza. Esos son los únicos que progresaron con este verso de la justicia social y la redistribución del ingreso. La verdadera redistribución del ingreso fue desde los que laburamos a los parásitos de los políticos. A ver, la justicia social, que es lo más injusto que existe, porque implica robarle a una persona el fruto de su trabajo para dárselo a quien a mí la gana, pero ¿de dónde salieron esta manga de sátrapa? Right, ¿Sabes por qué? Porque además en todo ese proceso, no solo que destruyeron right, la economía, I don't know what in the hell happened, but uh, looks like we are back. Um... Yeah, uh, translate that, Clint, in Spanish. Let's go. <laughs> put ones in the chat if you can hear us first Yes, off. they can. They can. We're okay. fine. Okay. okay. I know sure. what I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing here. Somewhat. All right. All right. Just making sure, buddy. Translate, Clint. Let's go. Uh, dude, I didn't even have my headphones off. I know. I, I couldn't hear most of that, but um, I think he was talking about how the political class kind of screws us over, over and over again. I, he's he's really an interesting character. Do you know, I, I know he was, a, he was a rock star before he got into politics. Is that true? Um, I don't know that he was a rock star, but he was definitely on political shows and like, okay. he's, he's just really good at, at speaking, you know, his mind and yeah. yeah. Well, he seems like a total lunatic, but like my type of lunatic. Yeah. So my type of lunatic. I'm totally. And he like, there's, there's pictures of him dressed up as like a narco man. Yeah, yeah. Like he's just, he's just such a character. I, I really, I, he reminds me it's, a lot of Donald Trump. It's, it's the honest. hair and the personality that, the that, Harry truly, Potter hair. that that truly do stand out. And I, I wish him the best because I think Latin America definitely needs a change from all the leftist-dominated uh, hegemony that they have been inundated with. As, of course, they just keep voting for more and more government and keep being inundated with more and more problems. So uh, I, I don't know if, Clint, you ever visited uh, or, or spent some time in Latin America, but you, yeah. you really do get a big, big... Uh, awakening to just how lucky and privileged you are for being here inside of the United States comparatively to what people down there have to go through as of course poverty there is just normalized people on the streets there are just normalized people just trying to sell and trade wherever they could is just normalized there and it's it's uh, it's a lot different than of course what we take for granted here inside of the United States yeah I've been to Colombia and Panama and um, Costa Rica and a bunch of other places and and the one the one takeaway I have is like Luke's right that there is obviously more poverty, but in terms of natural resources, in terms of work ethic, in terms of the people, I don't think that there's any reason for them to be living in that way. So, uh, from me, from my vantage point, what I see is just corrupt government run amok and people that that haven't found a way to curtail that. Natural resources is a great point to make because um, Venezuela has the oh, most the, oil. It's incredible. They have more oil than than Saudi Arabia. They have more oil than the Middle East. So, but the, they nationalized it. They nationalized it, which it, funny funny story to me at least. Um, my father had a farm, and we had an oil rig on the farm. And I remember, you know, growing up halfway between the U.S. and Venezuela, I saw this oil rig and on his farm, I'm like. <gasps> Dad, you never told me we were rich. <laughs> and he was like, uh, yeah, we don't get to touch that. That's not ours. He's like, we could be, but we're not. <laughs> but we're not. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a, one of those things. It, in the town that I lived in, oil just pops up everywhere. Like Maracaibo, it's just everywhere. And um, natural resources isn't enough. You need a political class that isn't robbing people. And Venezuela is one of those cases where the political class has been robbing them since forever. Um, and, and that's the problem with Latin America. I don't think that it will, even if Malay wins, even if, you know, uh, El Salvador is doing great, it's still so big and it's still so corrupt and they have had that brain drain. And that's the problem with, you know, all of this stuff going on. On one end, I love that the brain drain happens and they come to America, 
Um, we wouldn't have Tesla if Elon Musk wouldn't have come here. Sure. So it's it's a you know South Africa's missing out on having him, for example. Um, and so many others that come to this country and here are able to build themselves up. So I love that brain drain happens because it's benefiting us. But this is going to happen to America if we keep going down this route, too. We are going to drain these incredible people. They're going to go elsewhere. Well, there's news reports right now of migrants that came from Venezuela ended up in Chicago and they're like, screw this place. We're going back to Caracas because this is not OK. And once you have individuals saying, you know, Caracas is better than Chirac. Um, you know, a major American city, a major industrial city. This is this is a sign that I think is worth paying attention to. Uh, the brain drain also really bad for Latin America, especially with this open immigration, open border policy. As of course, this is how a lot of these countries are are not able to, of course, deal and and fix themselves because the their best people, their hardest working people, their individuals who have the most initiative, who who take life by the by the bull horns. They're the ones who are saying, I'm just going to go to America and take advantage of all the situations that the lazy Americans aren't taking advantage of. As, of course, there is a difference between people who have immigrated to this country and people who are born in this country. And I truly do believe that, especially talking to a lot of fellow immigrants. No offense, Clint. Uh, <laughs> but but, but I, I, I do believe there there is such a thing of... Of, of this kind of immigration attitude that, that goes to America like my family did, like I did, because I came from Poland and says, holy frickin' cow, we got so many opportunities here. We have the f freedom of speech. We have so many economic opportunities here. A lot of those other countries don't have that, and we take it for granted here the longer we stay here and think everything's hunky-dory when it's not. Uh, we're going to move over to YouTube in just a little bit. Rumble. We have a rumble. rumble. Sorry. <laughs> Talk about that brain drain, huh? <laughs> Listen, had, Mar Martha, you're, 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 you're barking up the wrong tree here. Um, as, of course, we're going to have more of a lively conversation about this this topic, about uh, this right here. What, what do I mean? What am I trying to sharpening represent pencils. here? About an unethical sharpening of, of pencils that happens to to babies. We're going to talk about that discussion in full detail. We're going to go in on Martha, go in on Clint, uh -oh. as well as having uh -oh. more very lively discussions about issues that we cannot discuss here, especially with the crazy video that just came out with uh, Will Smith. Yeah, we're going to be getting into all that plus a lot more on rumble.com forward slash we are change. You want to go to Rumble? Just go to rumble.com. That's all you got to do. Go on the browser. Steph, put the browser on, please. Once you are here on the front page, we are the video right here. Here in the middle, you click on it, and of course, you could hear us and see us. As of course, YouTube does not allow free speech, does not allow the sharing of news stories and articles that are a little bit controversial. But on Rumble, we could do whatever we want, and we take full advantage of that on rumble.com. Again, a lot of people are like, Send me the link, bro. Send me the no, no. Go to rumble.com. That's all you got to do. It's quick, it's easy, and simple, and it's an important transition that people need to make more than ever, especially in such a scenario.
streaming on Rumble. Yes, we are live right now on Rumble.com. Sorry, I have no idea what in the world is going on here. As of course, for for some reason, my uh, roadcaster um, just just it, it is on. We don't touch anything. We don't click anything. It just kind of turns off on its own for such strange reasons. We have no idea why. As of course, now officially we are on Rumble, unfiltered, uncensored. As of course, the topic that I was talking about with, uh, with my knife here and the pencil was circumcision, the chopping off of wieners of babies, which Martha is a very strong anti-advocate for, as this is one of the issues that she goes off on specifically on Twitter and other social media platforms. And you, you talk about it in, in a way that's you know very passionate because this is a very important issue. Yesterday, we played a video specifically talking about how circumcision has been used as a form of, of controlling individuals, controlling males, controlling their sexuality, traumatizing babies. And it's been something that has been pushed on and spurred on with a lot of medical professionals saying there's absolutely no medical benefit here at all. So why the fuck are we chopping off penises of babies and then taking that and using it for the face cream of celebritards in Hollywood. <laughs> the fuck? Uh, that's a great intro to this subject. Thank you. Um, yeah. And you know, we're doing it. 80% uh, of babies born in this country are somewhere between 50 and 80. I think the latest numbers were 80% of babies are being circumcised. So why? Why are we doing this thing? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Clint, I don't know what Clint's doing. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Martha. I apologize. Wait, 80% of babies? Yeah, Still? pretty much. Mm -hmm. I thought it was declining. Uh, No, not really. Oh, God. And the thing is, it's also happening against... So a lot of parents are, are claiming that they either weren't asked or have said that they didn't want it to happen and it still happened. Oh, my goodness. So it's not like other surgeries where you need to have like a medical diagnosis for it because it is a surgery. Um, and, and you don't really need to sign off on it. The hospitals just go ahead and do it. And they give babies Maybe. vitamin K shots when they're born so that they will... Uh, clot when they get this performed on them. So there's multiple things that they are doing to the children. It's not just the circumcision. Let me just say real quick, if you if you do that to my son, doctor, without my explicit authorization, we're going to have fucking problems. We're going to have fucking problems of the highest order. Are you kidding me? They do that without getting parental? That's crazy. Uh, so I, people I, claim. That's how they get their um, you know face creams for all and the celebrities as they literally take uh, the, the foreskin and uh, sell it to uh, beauty uh, companies. They also yep. do very similar things with the placenta and the whole industry of giving birth is a fucking scam. If you are someone that is about to have a kid and a baby, you better do a lot of fucking research right now because there are some predatory monsters in the fucking hospitals who will be preying on you and your ignorance. C-sections gone up dramatically. That is not a coincidence as of course doctors are able to bill insurance companies a lot more for C-sections than natural births. And for, for those numbers to, to, to go up, for the complications to go up, for all these doctors to just look at women and be like, yeah, your hips are too small. You're going to need a C-section for absolutely no reason at all other than I want a bigger fucking paycheck here is absolutely barbaric. It's absolutely fucking evil. And, you know, circumcision, it's fucking evil in my opinion and absolutely fucking ridiculous. And for it to be instituted, the history of how it's been instituted from eugenicists, crazy motherfuckers, Motherfuckers who want to control the population is something that else is is just very sick and disgusting and and deserves to be absolutely ridiculed to the highest degree. But again, talking about penises and dicks and cutting it off on YouTube, 
YouTube is something we couldn't do. That's why we're having this conversation. And well, uh, let me, let but, me, but this is an issue, Martha, that you talk about a lot. Why why is this issue so, uh, so important for you? Well, first of all, I just love that you guys are both on the same team because you don't understand how many people I talk to, especially men, that are the the primary drivers in getting this done for their boys. And it's something that you see in other cultures where there's, like, for example, female circumcision. It's the mothers and the grandmothers that push it. So there's a thing to be said for trauma causes, you know, you, you were traumatized, you suffered this, and you go for it. So why is it important to me? First of all, the topic of liberty. I mean, I think that you have the right to your body. Men have a right to their body. And a baby is a baby for a short period of time. They will grow up and they will be able to make this decision for themselves. You can choose to have this done. It, it you know, People are like, oh, you can't do it as an adult. Absolutely you can, and it happens every day. But I'm a mother of three boys. And um, this is a subject that to me, I couldn't imagine giving birth. You know, you just, you give birth and you're, here's this child that I love more than life, but hold on, let me not give you anesthesia and give you the surgery that you don't need day one like what are we doing welcome to the world look how painful the world is and i think it absolutely causes trauma in boys i think it absolutely causes uh, boys to grow up you know with with a chip on their shoulder with something there and i've talked to so many men who have uh, had this done to them uh, you know when they were infants who wish it wasn't done and who wish they could go back and what's the outlet for them what's the you know how do they fix this problem and then there's this other as, side as, where as their, as their penis is literally on celebrities' faces right now. <laughs> well, How but, fucking cruel and evil do you have to be? Where you know children can't, can't consent to genital mutilation, but but uh, then they grow up knowing that their famous celebritard on, on television literally has their dick on their face. <laughs> For fuck's sake, that is some sick, twisted shit. That it gets worse. It, go ahead. It gets worse. There are countless stories of people whose penises were mutilated like actually mutilated they cannot use it the most famous one is a set of twins in canada i think in the 70s where the 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 doctor after he completely messed up the circumcision uh, you know procedure tells the parents you know what we can just turn it into a a girl and we'll just raise them as a girl and this kid was miserable his entire life had no idea what was going on and ended up committing suicide so um, yeah, why do we need this? Why well, do we need to do this to, to, to little boys? Let me, let me add something that we also couldn't say on YouTube. Then after you've, uh, you've had a cesarean uh, for no reason, then you chop off the tip of some kid's dick for no reason, then you, you plug them full of you know, a dozen different uh, vaccines when they're six months old. Then you also have doctors that are lying, saying that it's totally safe and effective for pregnant mothers to also get the COVID vaccine, which, by the way, children aren't at all at risk of COVID. So this was just uh, another money grab, another corrupt destruction of our young people. And then we wonder why we have more mass shootings, more anxiety, more depression, more suicide, more drug addiction, more, you know, the list goes on and on. It's like, we're abusing our people for the behest at the behest of doctors, which are corrupt to the fucking core. And we don't ever actually address the the root of the issue. And it, it drives me crazy. And, and I'm actually surprised to hear you say that, that this is rare to find two guys that uh, are against circumcision. It, all the guys I know, even even my buddies that are circumcised, like they're still like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, why do we? Why do my parents do this to me? Oh, I love hearing that because yeah. honestly, when when you know, I argue on Twitter about this all the time. It's always men, and then there's always a few women who did this to their children or their grandchildren or whatever, and then they have to defend that position. So you know, I can see the hurt, 
um, and and why they go through that. But it's usually the men. The men defend yeah. it, and they're like, well. And then there's the well, you must be an anti-Semite because obviously this is you know, oh, goodness for religious sake. And and my question is, how is it that you have religious freedom to chop off your child's you know foreskin? But you don't allow the child to have that same religious freedom to decide for himself if this is what he wants to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I looked up uh, on, on Google News some articles about circumcision. And the first story that comes up two weeks ago is specifically a story from Fox 35 talking about how Florida man tried to circumcise two-year-old cousin while babysitting police say Jesus. as he is facing some oh, uh, serious man. charges for doing so. Felony child abuse charges and if he's going to go to jail uh all the doctors uh that that are selling the children's foreskin to all these beauty products jail too motherfuckers all of you <laughs> I, especially when it comes to not giving informed consent to the general public especially when it comes to pushing unnecessary procedures on individuals on children that have to deal with tremendous amount of pain and suffering for what it's 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 for it's the ridiculous. supposed benefit of not getting STDs, and I don't know any babies that are at risk of any STDs. <laughs> I don't know a single one. And if then, they are, there's a bigger problem. Yeah, afoot. absolutely. If like, they are, they're they're probably hanging out with some politicians on Jeffrey Epstein's <laughs> island. But you know, that's a different story. You know what babies so did get STDs though? There's a few. Yeah, I do know. I know where yeah, you're going. Uh, there's a few. Um, Moles, I think. Moyle. Moyles, thank yeah. you. I'm not Jewish, obviously. Um, who spread herpes? Spread yep. herpes to, sm- to children. children yeah. New York City, um, I believe. Yeah, and I have a big problem with grown men, religious or not, putting their mouths on the genitals of any child. Yeah. Well, what, what's weird is to describe it as anti-Semitism if you oppose circumcision, but like, why are we all participating in a ceremony that is for Jewish people? It's it's just fascinating that like that has become so commonplace in America, which is, I mean, I think 2% of the population is Jewish or something, maybe even less. I don't even know. It's just weird that it's been adopted so much. And let me just add real quick too. We all look at the barbarity of female circumcision and we basically universally condemn it. Like, why the fuck would you do that to a little girl? It's insane. But then when it comes to men, it's just commonplace and totally accepted. And I think it's- Because men aren't as important as women. I guess. You, you got to fight for the anteaters as some fight for the anteaters people are mentioning in the comment section but i just pulled up uh the the story specifically when it comes to of course uh the the jewish circumcision uh that that i just put into google and we have the wall street journal that is reporting uh, a couple years ago in 2020 city flags ultra orthodox jewish circumcision ritual following new herpes cases holy fucking cow and the independent babies have died from yeah. herpes fucking hell yeah from uh, pix yeah. 11 news several infants contract herpes during jewish circumcision ritual the independent herpes cases among babies linked to ultra orthodox jewish circumcision ritual um yeah, you know, maybe it's time that we say um, that's not kosher. That's pedophilia. I'm sorry. If you are a grown man, I don't care again what your religious status is. If you are a grown man putting your mouth on the genitals of a child, that is rape. There's no way around that. I mean, if if if, if a grown man or a grown woman puts their mouth on the genitals of a little girl, would you like? Would you sit there and watch that? I mean, it's just no. it's wrong. Again, we'd have fucking problems. Right, it's wrong. So, it is yeah. so wrong, and and it's crazy to me that people don't see it for what it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, but that that's what concerns me is that it's so universally accepted. Is like this is just what we do. Right. I mean, if if you're right that it's still eighty percent, which I find 
horrifying that it's still that high because I had heard that this is becoming less and less commonplace, nope. but apparently not. The four out of five. And let me also it's add... It's a billion dollar, in, multi-billion dollar oh, industry. Course. Imagine, it's a free product that they get because right. on top of that, parents pay or the insurance and Medicare covers it in a lot of states. So we are, are going back to our tax dollar conversation. Why does it upset me? My tax dollars are going to mutilate boys. Yeah, well, it's terrible. And, and I think it's something like... I don't know if it's two in a thousand or something like that that have really severe, com- uh, you know, complications from Absolutely. the circumcision. It's it's not not close to zero. Like there's there's quite a few men walking around out there that have uh, really lifelong issues because of this, and it was unnecessary from the get go. And I find that to be a totally evil. Well, act. the pediatric nephrologist, I think, is the the specialty that takes care of, of children, okay. and they and they about twenty percent of all practices deal with the complications of circumcision wow. amongst boys. So again, it's not, you know, it's not something that, because when you talk about it, we were like, whoa, but it's just a little snip. No, it's not a little snip. It's a big deal. Yeah. And well, they get it wrong a lot. Well, what's crazy is what, I, what I've heard is that they've adopted uh, like some sort of like, basically it's like a pencil sharpener. It's just this little device. They just go, boop. But it's, I mean, that is so It's even inaccurate. worse because a baby's foreskin is fused to their oh, penis yeah, 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 at yeah. birth. Yeah, right. You cannot move it. So the first and most horrific act is where they peel that off, mm. they separate the two, and then they stretch it and cut it. Jesus. So it is like the most barbaric thing. I think that we really need to put videos of people doing this and, and people like, I think you have to be forced to watch it before you do it to your child. Should we play it right now on Rumble? No. No, no we should not because you know what? If anyone's having dinner, they won't be able to keep it down. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, I was just being facetious. Okay, good. I'm uh, like, no, no, please. Yeah, I can't yeah, stand yeah, the yeah, baby yeah. crying. Uh, we we got to uh, finish off your thoughts. Uh, I was just going to say it's interesting that you know the the argument the pro circumcision argument is like it's about cleanliness and about uh you know as as you were saying STDs um but it's just but it's just not realistic and like, UTIs women get UTIs more frequently than men do should we start female circumcision now they do yeah. in, they do it in africa they well, do yeah, yeah. with yeah. ancient tribes but but that's my point is like we all go well that's fucking crazy what are these people doing but then we we don't even ever look in the mirror and say oh we're doing this to 80% of our little baby boys these little precious perfect fucking angels that just came out of their mother and you're just like let's make his first day on earth absolute misery so that <laughs> crazy. he looks like his father right right like what kind of weird sexual kink is that also speaking of africa um, our, our, our BFF forever, um, <laughs> Bill Gates put in a lot of money to, to promote circumcision in Africa as a cure to AIDS. So yes. millions upon millions of, of dollars in Africa, utter bullshit. Of our dollars of our tax dollars going well, and, towards and Africa. He also was responsible for the vaccine <laughs> campaigns in Africa. Interesting. Right. Interesting that all of these crazy things that Bill Gates does to Africa and we all look at it and we go, oh, that's fucked up. Wasn't he We're friends with ourselves. Epstein too? I mean, wasn't he like buddy buddies and flew with Epstein a few yeah. times? So. Um, yeah. It, it's not like he believes in eugenics <laughs> and that there's too many people in this world that we need to eliminate, right? I right. mean, yeah, totally trustworthy He's guy He's not there. a Malthusian, so it's nothing to worry about. We got some rumble rants that we want to read here that we're going to be reading very soon. Also, I wanted to remind everyone that as a member of LukeUnfiltered.com, you guys get to actually call in. We're going to be taking calls in just a few minutes, but there's a rumble rant that, of course, is surrounding the topics that I wanted to, to talk to you about. The first one is from Atla19. That says let's support we are change at 19 thank you so much for your support really means a lot uh during these very difficult financial times as of course uh we, we're we're you know we're doing our we're, 
you know, we're working hard here. I'll just, I'll just <laughs> leave it at that here. But uh, we got another rumble rant by Michael of Thompson, who says corporate cannabis is lobbying to make federal legal hemp a felony next Florida legislative session. DeSantis could soon make over 10,000 hemp mom and pop businesses owners felonies. Hashtag protect THCA flower. Martha, this is an issue that uh, you care about a lot that we have seen you lobby for specifically. You work in the industry of cannabis and marijuana. Uh, what's going on here in uh, the state of Florida? This isn't the first time. Um, and they're, they're going to try and do it federally as well. Uh, the, the thing is, you know, entrepreneurs are kind of smart. And um, cannabis is illegal, so they found a way. They found a way to turn hemp into a similar product. Uh, things like Delta 8, Delta 10, Delta 11, all of those things that are sold in smoke shops that are legal in states that aren't legal. And the government um, does not want that because now they are going against the cannabis growers that they, you know, their buddies that are donating to their stuff. So they're going to try and make it illegal. They want to make sure that you don't have access to a safe plant that can help you with multiple issues, which I can't, of course, because I'm in the industry, I can't tell you that it can actually help you because the FDA may come after me and say, you know, you're not allowed to say those things. So instead I'll say they might potentially help you with things like epilepsy or sleep, you know, anxiety, et cetera, many, many things. And so, Nausea, um, yeah. cancer treatment. Look, Absolutely. I, I'm not in the industry, so I'll say it. I know a ton of people that have been that have uh, benefited from you know medical use of of cannabis. It's a fucking natural plant. Look, you're an adult. Make your own decision. Uh, I I personally don't use it because I have the opposite problem where my anxiety gets fucking way worse when I smoke pot. Uh, but I know thousands. Have you tried of people. Delta Eight though? I have not. Oh well. I, I would love to give All you right. some. All right. All right. Let's and have you try it. Go, try, Martha. Try, try the, uh, 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 something that might actually we should, work. We should have done it on air, and we should have uh, uh, mega-dosed them. <laughs> we do we... not want to mega-dose anybody, Luke. Come on. You we gonna... can still do it on air if you'd like to take a double eight on air. <laughs> I mean, you can show people how. You can, you can hit me with the... Uh, We're the on Rumble. We'll run Rumble. We can do what the hell we want. You can hit me you with the Joey Diaz star of death. You want to take some drugs? I'd, I'd really rather not. Look, are you going to take it? <laughs> no, hell no. I don't, oh, I don't look at you. Oh, so you're just going to... I'll you know, take it. Pressure me into doing drugs. He doesn't even want right, to do let's, drugs. Let's start yeah. doing some drugs, Ryan. Steph, uh, <laughs> can you change the camera really quickly? The battery um, kind of uh, went out here on our secondary camera. Again, for, for personalized substances, again, do your own homework. Do your own research. I'm not telling anyone what to do. Personally, I'm a sober Susie. I don't. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do any of that stuff. I've really. I'll get to you, Luke. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe one day uh, you will. But uh, for me personally. Um, I, I've been on my own kind of health journey. Marijuana um, has different effects on people. For some yeah. of them, it's really good. For some of them, it's really bad. For some people, it just causes them to freak out. You got to be really careful out there because some of the weed out there is Frankenstein Monsanto weed that is absolutely uh, fucking up a lot of people's minds and brain I chemistry. I'm not Frankensteining Monsantoing, but um, yes, I agree well, not with you, you. But I'm just saying the industry by and large, a lot of it is uh, absolutely freaking crazy. And young children getting this fries their brains in, in many bad ways ways. And I think we are seeing a kind of transition away from tobacco towards, uh, you know, kind of marijuana, specific kinds of marijuana that, that do make people kind of uh, acceptable of the tyranny that we are facing um, from my own kind of individual perspective. Martha, you might see it a little bit differently, but I feel agree. free to counteract. No, uh, I agree ways. wholeheartedly. I do not think that children should have access to this. As a matter of fact, uh, most states have put in laws where you have to be at least 18. Um, as a company policy, we do not sell it to anyone under 21. 
Um, just because I agree with you. I don't think that children should be having access to it unless they have a medical condition which requires or right. is Seizures, helped with it. Right. Like yeah, I, re I remember reporting on uh, the Rick Simpson uh, oil all the way back in uh, the early 2000s, specifically in... Uh, are we taking this? Uh, are they going to do it? Do it! I'll if do you it want you. to, no. if, if you choose to, I think she, she Stephanie, back, is, is Stephanie backing I'll, up. I'll look at it, but I ain't going to take it. I don't, well, then I, I'm not taking it by myself. I'm I can do it on the show. I mean, I got to do this when I'm like able to have a panic attack by myself. Yeah, people are already yelling at me about all the audio errors. <laughs> They'll get better, I promise. <laughs> we, we just won't even notice that our audio is out. We'll just, we'll just keep doing the show for a full hour. Everyone's like, we can't hear you. We're like, oh, we're just having a good time. <laughs> We're enjoying it. Might, might as well. But uh, again, personal choice, personal decisions. We got another rumble rant by Michael of Thompson, who says one thing Democrats don't want to admit is that Trump basically legalized weed when he signed the 2018 farm bill making THCA flower and Delta 9 products legal. Is that true? No. So Delta 9, that's that's a big misconception. And you see it in all these smoke shops. And I, I, I'm cautious and I worry about it because... There's nothing government won't do. Um, so Delta 9 is legal in 0.3% of, uh, of, the, of the gummy. So for example, these pills are too, too light. If I do 0.3, you won't feel it at all. It's just mm -hmm. too small. So gummies have to get bigger and bigger to 0.3 give you some type of effect. Mm. So you see these really big gummies with it. <laughs> um, but I've been seeing a lot of products that are small that have it and so you know again i've had some some experience with the government i'm just gonna say i would be careful if i owned a delta 9 brand it is not legal um in in any quantity above 0.3 percent wow that's yeah. not much not so, much clint take the whole bottle uh maybe later dude i, I legit have panic attacks when i get high like i'll have one hit of weed and i'll just be like okay so crazy. when we go off the air we'll try it and you'll right. see that you're gonna be chill I, if it if it i mean i can't promise anything because most people like it, it it works differently for right. different people i've had like but. it's so it's so weird all right so this is a personal story but i have like about one out of five times that i smoke weed it's the best. The food tastes better. Music sounds better. better. The conversations are better. <laughs> Everything's fucking awesome. And then four out of five times, I lose my fucking mind, and I'm totally horrified of everything. So uh, <laughs> the uh, the risk reward scenario on this is way out of control, in my opinion. But it would be funny for uh, <laughs> yes, it would be everyone fun. watching Look online. Look at Luke. That's, <laughs> that's all he wants is the <laughs> fun factor. We would be very funny. I will give you that yes, much. It, we'll, be it will be very hilarious. Um, yeah, a lot of people experience that. I think that one of the services we've done as a general population I, I have a lot of female friends that talk about um having difficulties in the bedroom for example or you know you you work a long day and you have kids and you've got all this stuff going on and then your husband's like hey and you're like eh, not so into it so i think that it, they, they've done a big disservice wait um, are you just were you implying that you get high and then you want to have sex? Absolutely. Okay, that's what I thought you were saying. <laughs> Absolutely. I just, I I just mean, want to make sure I connected to Doc. Well, in, in, in a related story, better. we have in a related story we have the latest from uh, Will Smith's uh, alleged best friend, <laughs> oh. who uh, came out Great in transition. a podcast Great. interview Fantastic. talking about some uh, really. Uh, Crazy uh, off of the wall things that I think uh, we will be commenting on right now. Here's the video. Jada was the woman that everybody wanted, and Will needed that validation to have that type of woman. You saw her say that Will Smith had a small dick? Oh, I am saying to you, if a woman is used to something the size of a baby leg and you come in with a pinky toe, 
there's nothing you can do to please her. You can buy her 80 cars. You can get her 80 private jets. If she's itching for that baby leg, she want that baby leg. You can beat a person so much that they fall into submission. So I, I open the um, door to Dwayne's dressing room, and that's when I see Dwayne and having anal sex with Will. <laughs> Let me process that for a second. <laughs> there was a couch, and um, Will was bent over on the couch, and Dwayne was standing up, killing him, murder, like <laughs> murder. It was murder in there. <laughs> That's one of my favorite videos of all time. By far. Okay. I mean, what did you now, 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 I don't know about you, but I'm not buying any women cars or, or private jet planes, but I can't speak to the first half of this as, as much as uh, you, you ladies can, but uh, that's the video that's going around. Is it, is it a troll? Is it satire? Or is this real life? Um, all the things that we've seen of Will and Jada lately, I'm going to go with it's probably real. I mean, there, there's, there's something there, right? I mean, like, come on, let's go back to when Jada sat there and told Will on live TV, like streamed to the world about how she had cheated on him and like they're discussing it openly. Like it's just, this woman she is also said She also said the love of her life was Tupac. Yeah. She said that while she was still married to Will Smith. It's like, the fuck are you they're doing? They're still married. Well, I know, I know. But he I'm hasn't saying, left her. I know, I'm just saying like oh, wow. she said that while she's married. Which just says he's married. such a cuck. It's horrible. Well, he's literally a cuck, but apparently so is she. Because he's getting railed out by dudes simultaneously. Um, I think she has enjoyed the fact that he is very much more famous than she is. Well, certainly. But do you think that, like, is this... I think this is way more common in the Hollywood sphere than, than most people want to admit, that you have gay leading men who get married to a beard woman, and then they end up having kind of their own separate lives. But Why still... would you say that about Barack Obama, our former president <laughs> of the United States? He deserves a lot of respect here, okay? <laughs> Shout out to Larry oh, Sinclair. Oh, wait, oh, wait. You, did, you, you didn't bring up Barack Obama, but there are a lot of stories that you mentioned that are, I think are, are worth uh, paying attention to, because at first glance, people are like, okay, maybe this is satire, maybe this is comedy, maybe this is someone's own personal business, but 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 I think there's a deeper, deeper layer to this, as we keep hearing from a, a lot of celebrities, a lot of musicians and sports stars that if you want to make it, if you want to make it big, you got to go through certain rituals. You got to go through certain actions, specifically uh, getting fucked in the ass <laughs> if you're a male. <laughs> And, Blackmail and and, and and having that recorded as a way to keep you in line and and keep you essentially controlled by the 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 real individuals that hold a lot of power in our society that use these kind of rituals and these sex acts of fucking all these people in the ass <laughs> and then signing a deal with them that essentially makes them really famous. Do, we do you know guys the, believe that is true? Do we know who the Dwayne of this uh, Dwayne is? Because Dwayne I think Wade? That, no, I, this was I, not I mean, Dwayne Wade. How do you know it's not Dwayne Wade? He said Dwayne Mead? Was I, want, I, want it, I want to believe that it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson because that'd be fucking well, awesome. Well, it, it makes a difference. Is, is it with a openly gay man? If it is, then I think we can uh, freely say that Will Smith may just be gay. I mean, honestly, exposing him like this is just evil. I wouldn't... Yeah. Well, that's another thing that I wanted to kind of talk about, especially if you are someone that is someone's best friend or working with them and then you're coming out and saying all this like real salacious stuff, whether it's true or not, because we don't know if it's true or not. Uh, that It is kind of fucked up that you're using his private situation of terrible. failure for, for clout chasing. One, that's kind of fucked up. Even A though the lot. video was funny, even though there's comments like this that say, I robo bottom uh, <laughs> with Will Smith in the background. And even though the comments here are blasting him, especially showing the, the men in black kind of scene with him trying to, to blind everyone 
everyone. The comment section here is uh, is pretty lit to to say the least here, but. Also, let's just be real. This guy is clout chasing and using a very fucked up situation. Dwayne Martin. Who's Dwayne Martin? I, I have no idea. Men in black bottoms. <laughs> um, but, but you know, I, I think the, the other aspect here that is worth describing is the rituals that do happen um, in Hollywood. Because we keep hearing this over and over again. That you have to get fucked in the ass on camera by a bunch of dudes in order to become super famous. And there's a lot of people pointing to a, a lot of the celebrities that allegedly have to go through this. That there's specific parties, specific rituals. That there's an after party of an after party where a lot of this like deviant craziness goes down. And... Um, you know, when we saw the revelations coming out with, with spirit cooking, with essentially a lot of politicians summoning demons through piss, blood, and shit on walls by writing that messaging and trying to literally conjure up fucking spirits, if, if they're doing that and they're also hanging out with Lady Gaga and Jay-Z, um, they're probably hanging out with Will Smith, who's known as one of the biggest celebrities out there. So there probably is some merit to this story. And it wouldn't surprise me if a lot of people in Hollywood had to get fucked because it, look what happened to Harvey Weinstein. The Harvey Weinstein story is another perfect representation of you're going to get fucked or your career is not going to take off. So there's a lot of fucking, there's a lot of raping, there's a lot of Harvey Weinsteins, there's a lot of fucking uh, Maria uh, Brovimiches and Jeffrey Epstein's Les Wexners, all in that industry doing some real sick, twisted, satanic shit. And there are some people that do believe that the, the demonic entities and spirits get through your butthole, specifically with butt sex. Oh my god! I don't know uh, if that's true. Remember but, but the that's, Corys. But that's but that's the that's the theory out there that I, I see a lot of people espousing. What do you guys think? Well, I was just gonna say, remember the Corys, Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. I mean, we're talking yes. about like boys. We know that boys in Hollywood go through this. We know that women do, of course. Um, but I think it's it's just horrific that these young boys are are involved in this. And yeah, it's, I think it's a thing. Well, let me let me add too. It's skull skull and bone society. It's famously known. I think it's Yale, right? Is that Skull yeah. and Bones? Um, where all of these political elites, they go through college at Yale. They get invited. You have to be tapped in the shoulder to, to actually join. And then you have to lay in a coffin and have everybody jerk off around you. Like just or you have to jerk off in Isn't front of Bush? everybody else. Yeah, Bush, Bush, uh, and John, John Kerry, John Kerry, and, John you have Kerry to and Bush. Your sexual sins. Jo yeah, John Kerry right. and Bush were up against one another for uh, the president's presidency in 2004, and it's like these were both skull and bones. And they're, and they're both jerk off brothers. Yeah, well, that, that's Ow. my point: is that they Ew. they want you to have have a perception of two options, but in reality, you're just getting you know a different side of the same coin. And so, yeah, I, I think that that along with uh, what's the uh, the religious nonsense the uh, Scientology, I think that <laughs> the, the Scientology, I mean, there's just a lot of beliefs and a lot of <clears throat> weird behavior. I mean, Eyes Wide Shut, uh, Stanley Kubrick in 1999, very famous movie that that had Tom Cruise probably doing what Tom Cruise actually did, which is go to these masked, uh, you know, sex parties. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's, it's just so weird that this is these are the people in power. And these lunatics that like, it explains it perfectly if you look at all the decisions that they're making if you look yep. at all the horrible policies that they're implementing it absolutely makes sense that they're up to some sexual ritualistic occult like bullshit um that is absolutely pure fucking evil and, and it that's makes why fucking we have epstein sense. that's why we had an entire island which by the way chase was you know kind of 
hiding. So it's it's. I think it's all completely intertwined. I think it's absolutely. You, oh, you mean J.P. Morgan Chase? Oh, yeah, J.P. Morgan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Now uh, let's blame everything on women. Now, as of course another aspect of this story is how no matter how famous, how successful you are, how powerful, how how much of a celebrity you are. A woman is way more powerful and she could take you down and make your life miserable in a matter of seconds. And Jada Pickett-Smith, what, what she did to Will Smith, holy, it just shows you the choices you make as men for women oh, are on. absolutely critically fucking important. Yeah, well, that, right? he's, not, right? he's not wrong. Am I okay, wrong? Okay, no, no, no. His decision is to stay with her. And, and give her that platform because she is famous. Yes, she's a, a, a movie star in her own, her own right. But really, we know who she is because of Will Smith. She's gotten a lot of stuff because of Will Smith. For sure. He put her in that position and now he's he's reaping it. So, you know what? Save me that. Uh, he knew who he was getting in bed with literally and figuratively. Oh, and it's his fault. Absolutely. I mean, I don't, I don't, Let's I'm not, not put I'm the blame not, on no, the woman. No, 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 I'm no, not no, removing. No. It's, it's, not, it's all women's fault. Men are perfect <laughs> creatures. The toilet seat should always be up no matter what the circumstance or situation is. We are idyllic, Steph, angelic human beings <laughs> and we do no wrong ever. I, I, go, I go the opposite Except direction. Wars. I, I know lots of guys that are in loveless, shitty relationships and I never look at them with pity. I look at them with scorn. It, if you're in a loveless relationship, and same for the women, for the record. If you're in a terrible relationship, get out of it. Move Absolutely. on with your life. This dude has been getting cucked for fucking decades. He's obviously, uh, he's, I shouldn't say obviously, he might be a homosexual, <laughs> you know, and that's fine. That's fine. Live your life. You're one of the most famous, richest men on the planet. Go fucking live your life, dude. But exactly. that fame What's comes, the point? Yeah, that, that fame comes at a price because now you have people who are allegedly his best friend and assistant coming out and saying, hey, I got all these bad secrets oh, about him. And terrible. it wouldn't matter if he was honest. If he was like, yep. I'm Will Smith and I am gay and I like this or I'm bi or like, I'm whatever. Like Ricky Martin. Right, right. Well, Rick Ricky Martin got a lot of trouble because he ended up sleeping with his nephew. Oh, uh, yeah. No, that was an allegation. I don't know that oh, it's... Oh, well, if it yeah, wasn't yeah. true, then that's I don't that's know that I that read, was though. true. Um, yeah, but Ricky Martin for years, he's a great example because Ricky Martin hid his sexuality for years. And that's something, you know, I'm Hispanic and that's something in the Hispanic community. It's just, it's not as open as in American society. Right. So, yeah, he hid it. I, he, he, I remember Ricky Martin from his Menudo days back, you know, 80s 90s so he, he had to hide it and I, when he finally came out nobody's like stop listening to ricky martin we still love ricky martin so will smith go for it i love if you're it. gay just come out i, I love i love it when there's when there's guys that are as incredibly beautiful as ricky martin and they're like i'm gay and i'm like that's right ladies there's no one that's that pretty that's heterosexual so exactly. just just get him out of the potential dating pool none of us are going to be that pretty how many women like how how many hearts he shattered oh my ricky goodness. martin i mean our, again one of my first just concerts as many buttholes was, as he shattered <laughs> one of my first concerts was a menudo concert and i was like oh my god ricky so he's yeah. too good looking look i just want to i just gorgeous. let me just say real quick and will sing. smith slapped the and fucking dance. shit out of chris rock's face for insulting his bitch wife and that sucks that sucks for chris rock because chris rock was right oh. to make fun of her he his comeback was amazing he waited a full year and yeah, that comedy true. special was gold i hope he made so much money off of it oh so my too. god it was so. solid i love it god, he got hit he got hit bad i'd take bad. the hit for that for that comedy for that special. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what better way to come back against Jada than to uh, just come out as gay, right? <laughs> Everyone would love you. The corporate media would love you. Hollywood would love you. Everyone was like, oh, he's so bold. He's so brave. He suffered so long. 
He uh, suffered uh, at her hand. Uh, like uh, she, uh, uh, he could uh, make her into the biggest villain on earth, and I think he should. I think Will Smith absolutely needs to turn and be like, "I wanted to leave and come out, and she wouldn't let me. I've been a oh, hostage." Man. That shows even more weakness. Just fucking own own what you've done wrong in your life, Will. You're you're one of my favorite actors of all time, regardless how fucked up your personal life is. You've you've done a ton of great movies. Just it, just be who you are and fucking live your life, brother. Absolutely. Uh, one of the comments here is the flesh prints of butt air. <laughs> the, and the, the comments here are just that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, that's a little uh, ridiculous. Come on, let's are you know. Absolutely golden, really awesome. I really um, hope that that if he is gay, that you know this isn't something that that really affects him, and he's. I hope so too. You know, he's able to come wanna, out or not him, or whatever. I, I really hope him. someone's not holding that shit over him, being like, "Hey, I got this dirt oh, on you," because well, that's fucked up. It's out now, so yeah. hey, just I just don't want to see him have to move in with his auntie and uncle up and <laughs> up and butt air. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Good one. Uh, Joel Jamie has a very interesting comment uh, in response to this story, say, saying anal sex is a sign of slavery in satanic worship. Just saying. I don't know if that's true, but I've been hearing very similar kind. Oh, God, they have the above the rim uh, poster here with people screwing each other in the background here. The, the, the comment section here, my goodness, is absolutely freaking gold here. Uh, we're going to read off a little bit of, of the Rumble Rants. We got another one here by Astro Sweat saying, Luke, would you and Jeff Berwick consider doing a follow-up investigation on Epstein's Island again? I don't think there's a reason to do that. It's been bought off, but I think by, by I think a JP Morgan uh, executive. Uh, Jeff has been kind of MIA. He just uh, went off the, the, the kind of rails and uh, hasn't responded to me in years. So I don't know what, what that is about. He never really explained it. I was there for him as a friend for many, many years during his most difficult times. I was going through a difficult time. I needed his help, and he was nowhere to be found. So uh, I don't think me and Jeff are going to be doing anything soon since uh, the relation there is kind of, you know, uh, a little bit uh, kaput there, to say the least here. But anyway, I don't want to get into some of the more personal stuff, but there probably won't be a follow-up on that Epstein Island, as, of course, it's going to be a resort for prominent rich people that are going to be going there and uh, so the essentially island, the same yeah yeah yeah, yeah pretty they're much. gonna turn yeah. it into what it was before yeah i mean wouldn't be surprised they'll, they'll just bring in the babies and the prostitutes through the back door and uh, um, i think i think the the reality is that operation like a lot of people just go like oh man there was this 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 one island where all these kids were being raped it's like dude there's a lot of fucking places where that's happening like a lot yeah and then if there's another guess. island yeah. and 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 then and, and you know there's more islands out there we have a call from uh mike so we're gonna take a phone call from mike right now who's going to be calling in and asking us a question Mike Mello is calling in right now. And uh, Mike, how are you? Your camera looks great. Let's see if you actually could hear us. No, we cannot hear you. So Mike, if you are hearing us, make sure to go into your Telegram settings and to make sure that your uh, audio microphone is working. I'm going to double check and make sure that the problem is not on our end. But we see you, but we do not hear you. If you do hear us, nod your head up and down and then go into your settings of Telegram. And inside of those settings... Uh, you go to, where is it? My account notifications, chat settings, call settings. Hello. Um, hold on. This is why we can't hear you. We're going to hear you. Hearing us, make sure. All right, we hear you. So turn off your uh, microphone. Uh, turn off your, um, we hear you now perfectly. So go ahead. Mike. 
Don't turn off your microphone. Turn off our show. Go ahead. Say something. Yeah. Pause the show. Pause so you can the show. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. yes. Now we hear you. Hello? Hello? Yes. Hello? Yes, we hear you. Hold on. Uh, let me double check. Make sure this. there's like settings of, of settings of settings here. We're going to get it right. Um, yep. Yeah, here, I'll call you. Output, input, mic. But yeah, feel free to ask your question. We hear you. There's Hello. a little bit of a Hello, delay can you hear here. Me? So just ask your question now. Ask your question now. Yeah, I I can hear you every now and again, but I don't know if there's something wrong with the live stream or whatever, because every time that I load up the live stream, anyways, I'll just go ahead and ask my question because I'm getting the message. So my question pertains to APEC. I got off a phone call yesterday with the great Scott Horton. We talked a little bit about geopolitics. And so I'm going to APEC tomorrow because I live in Silicon Valley. And so I'm going to talk to people about U.S., China, Taiwan, Israel, Hamas, Palestine for the anti-war stuff. And my question was, what other topics do you guys think that I should be covering while I'm down there at APEC? That's a very good question. Uh, You know, for me, I just like to go for the jugular a lot of the times. I'm like, hey, uh, can we talk about the Epstein client list? (laughs) Can we can we talk about, you know, all the horrible things that politicians have been uh, have been doing? That's just the key personal issue, especially when it comes to asking politicians if they know anyone or if they knew about the situation since individuals like Meghan McCain uh, came out publicly and said that everyone in Washington, D.C. knew that there was essentially a child trafficking and rape operation ongoing and the government facilitated it and uh, did nothing about it so is that's he, my it, personal issue is he talking about apac the the american israeli political action no conference? i believe that this is the conference happening right now in san francisco with the chinese president oh, and all the she? world leaders okay. and all the presidents uh out there. then i i would probably hammer the fact that like Newsom and whoever was responsible cleaned up San Francisco just for fucking his actual ruler to come to town. And I would try and say, like, are you like one? Where did you put all these homeless people? Like, where did you put them all? And what are you going to do afterwards? And is there is like if you're able to solve it for a week, can we actually fix this permanently and, and see what they have to say? Martha, do you I think, have any I think the people of San Francisco would like an answer to that. I think that's a great point. Um, no, I think that's that's a good. I mean, really, what do I want to find out about these people? They're all liars. So. <laughs> well, that, that's why that's why Luke just asked them the hardest hitting questions, and they have him arrested and removed from the building as fast yeah, as possible. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, don't do don't do what I tell you to do because uh, <laughs> a lot of the times throughout my journalistic career, literally, I, I just go for the gudgular, uh, gudgular, jugular. 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 I make up my own words. That happens. I do. I just, I'm, I'm sticking with gudgular yeah, from now on. I love yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just do the jugular. Uh, I think I said it right this time. <laughs> jugular. Just go right for the jugular and just go for the deepest, craziest, most uh, important question. And I think that's the Jeffrey Epstein story that is the story of the decade and a story that a lot of people want to go away, but won't go away if we actually talk about it. I remember getting uh, recently uh, press credentials to the presidential debates in Los Angeles. They denied me press credentials for the latest event here in Miami. But my goal was to ask every single presidential candidate if they would actually do something surrounding the Jeffrey Epstein list. And um, the only person that I really was able to have a real conversation with this about was Vivek Ramaswamy. So shouts out to Vivek Ramaswamy. He's uh, one of the you know realist ones out there. He's not perfect. I disagree with some of his ideas. His stance on uh, Free Ross is absolutely incredibly important. Check out freeross.org. Um, 
support Lynn Ulbricht and all the work that she's doing. Martha, you're a friend of Lynn Ulbricht as well. Anything else you want to say about what I just said or, or Free Ross? Absolutely. So for everyone that is listening, please go to freeross.org slash petition and please, please, please sign it. We are over 600,000 petitions deep and we want to reach a million um, to get Ross freed. He's uh, serving, he served 10 years already. This will be his 11th Thanksgiving away from his family, away from everyone. And um, he does not deserve to be there. And so pretty please, as a favor to me, please go to um, freeross.org slash petition and go ahead and sign. And you can yep. share it with everyone. That would be amazing. Over a half a million people have signed on already. I remember signing up during the very, very early days of this entire saga, as of course, we were the first media organization to interview Lynn Albrecht. We got the exclusives of all exclusives because we were fair, asked legitimate questions, and uh, actually treated the situation from a journalistic point of view and didn't have an outcome that the corporate media already came to while listening to the government and being obedient to them. Again, uh, the, the story of Ross Ulbricht is uh, an absolutely crazy story, and this is why uh, freeross.org is a very important issue. First-time offender facing two life consecutive sentences for essentially running a website and uh, plus if, 40 years yeah, yeah if you're gonna put him in jail uh, mark zuckerberg deserves to be in jail uh because essentially mark zuckerberg is, is facilitating some of the same kind of behavior worse uh, way worse, way worse. Yeah. there's child magnitudes. trafficking magnitudes yeah. worse. which and was not available on the silk road there's child trafficking on facebook every single day and uh instagram as well i mean it, like everything that happened on the silk road is on your social media that your children have access to right now and none of those people are in jail so let, let me let me just say and i think you would agree with me i'm not calling for zuckerberg to be oh, in absolutely prison not. i'm calling for ross to be freed uh, if there's three names every, almost everybody knows julian assange and edward uh, snowden not as many people know about Ross Albrecht. So if you're if you're unfamiliar with this story, please look into it. And as she said, Ross, uh, freeross.org and sign that petition. Filled with so much government corruption, FBI agents that stole bitcoins, uh, a prosecutorial team that was running with fake headlines and fake accusations that, of course, were never really prosecuted. Were never prosecuted, yeah. and they've. They, I mean, they they. They managed to put him in jail for 240 years. You'd think that some of those things that they claimed would, if it had any type of legs, they would have thrown it at him to get it even higher. Yeah. Um, I, I, I remember covering the story as it was happening during the court proceedings in New York City. Jared Leto actually came into the court to try to um, gain information on Ross as he was trying to gain information about how to play the Joker character for some strange reason as well. But, That's uh, bizarre. That is bizarre because yeah. I think that he was barking up the wrong tree. I mean, yeah. you really can't find a more peaceful, nonviolent, normal, good guy than Ross Ulbricht. Yeah, he's, so, he's no joker. That's bizarre. That, yeah, that was very <laughs> bizarre. Well, um, with, the, with, with, with the way that the mainstream media was reporting on this story, he essentially was kind of like a larger representation of, of a super evil villain. And then when you looked into the story, it's like... This shit doesn't add up. You know, yeah. what's really crazy is El Chapo Guzman, the head of the Sinaloa cartel in Mexico, who's murdered countless people and trafficked more drugs and humans and all sorts of really bad things, got less of a sentence than Ross Ulbricht. That's crazy. He got one life sentence. Just one. Yeah. I mean, like. Which means he could get out in 25 years, probably. I mean, if he's still alive, I don't know. Uh, the only thing that is, that will bail Ross out of jail right now is a presidential pardon. So we absolutely need um, 
the president of the United States, whoever it is at the time, right now it's Biden or whoever controls Biden to please pardon Ross. I, I heard that it was close, that Trump almost almost pulled the trigger on that. It's almost. devastating that it didn't happen, and, and I personally will not forgive him for that, or Snowden, or Assange. Uh, we need we need uh, some justice in this world. Yeah, that was extremely disappointing. Too. Yeah, yeah he, had, he had nothing to lose, and uh, he, he could have freed them. And then because he didn't, you know, Julian Assange uh, essentially is, is a life that has been destroyed. The mental health of Julian has been absolutely wrecked in so many devastating ways that he is not the same man that he was before. He was a, a trailblazer. He was an individual that did incredible work for the benefit of human beings so we could actually get a little bit of accountability, a little bit of transparency, so we could just peer a little bit behind the fucking walls, behind the veils, and they decided to punish him to the fullest extent of a made-up arbitrary law that they literally rewrote and implemented in whatever ways they wanted as he is still in solitary confinement for so fucking long and still fighting extradition back to the United States. The craziest thing about Assange that, I mean, I felt like I was knowledgeable on all these things. And then I learned that he never even stepped foot in America, yet he's charged with treason against America. He's like, not this is not an American country. citizen. No, he's, he's not Australian. an American citizen. Yeah. How can, how can you be treasonous against the country that you're not from? But let, let me just say, too, uh, you know, Julian Assange, I think, regardless of what actually happens, with, and I, I obviously I pray he gets pardoned, I think he will go down in history as probably the most important journalist of all time. Uh, I, I think it's it's clearly an attack on him is is trying to, to put a chill down the spine of all independent journalists all over the world. If not for Julian Assange, we would not have known about the, the war crimes uh, by the American We probably Empire. wouldn't have the Trump presidency. As, as, as if you remember, it was the Hillary Clinton DNC email leaks that allowed America to finally see... The, the corruption of the Clintons that was laid bare. We found out about spirit cooking because of WikiLeaks. We found out so much important information. Donald Trump, when he was campaigning, saying, we love WikiLeaks. We love the yep. WikiLeaks. And then when asked directly if he would pardon Julian Assange of WikiLeaks, he was like, Julian who? Literally, he responded and said, who's Julian? It's, I don't know who Julian Assange is, which is which is absolutely disgusting because Donald Trump could have saved that man's life and he decided not to, which is... And Ross's. And Ross's and, and, and Edward Snowden's. Snowden. But, but I think, uh, you know, for, for me personally, the betrayal of Julian Assange is absolutely the most disgusting uh, aspect of this entire story that I, I, I can't forget because that's a life lost. Remember when I said that when a government goes after your political opponents, you have a big problem. It's what you see in socialism. It's what you see in the beginnings of communism. We are there. Yep. We, we are. are here. And, <laughs> Whatever and keep, you want. keep in mind, too, if not for Julian Assange's work, we wouldn't have known about the war crimes in Iraq with the collateral murder video where they took out journalists and they said, oh, well, they shouldn't have brought their kids to a war zone. And they fucking laugh and fly away after just using, I don't even know that what type of... That was the collateral murder uh, yeah, video yeah, exactly. that they released. That also killed the Reuters journalist exactly. team, which and, is fucked. But then, then add to that, too. We would not know about the cables. I think it was William Burns, uh, CIA, CIA director at the time or today, uh, to Condoleezza Rice. He was, I think, he was the ambassador to Russia, where he is he is messaging Condoleezza Rice, saying that that Crimea and, and Ukraine is the reddest of red lines for Russia. If it weren't for WikiLeaks, we would not know about that. We would not know have known about the provocations that that led to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. 
there is there is still information that's coming out from the WikiLeaks dumps that we're only finding out the relevance of them years on, and that's how important he was. And if not for Snowden, we wouldn't know the absolute devastation that has been the Patriot Act. Exactly. We wouldn't know that you're, the government is spying on each and every one of us all the time recording all of our stuff and has access to everything. So, I mean, these people are heroes. These people deserve their freedom. They deserve to be pardoned. They deserve they to deserve live. They deserve statues, for God's sake. They Absolutely. did public service. They did an they incredible did. work that was extremely important towards uh, exposing the truth to the general public, and they were punished by it in so many sinister, fucked-up ways. So free Ross, free Assange, free Snowden, free all of these political prisoners that essentially are being held captive for telling the people the truth. Um, and, 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 question mark? and even even free Douglas Mackey, even though he didn't tell the people the truth, but he just posted a funny meme, and he shouldn't be in prison for that. Absolutely, no. him, him as well, and all the other people that, of course, have been sent to jail for walking around the Capitol as well. Oh, yeah. oh the J Sixers, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely disgusting, fucked up sh shit is going on in this country. It's becoming a banana republic, and uh, right now we got to fight back more than ever peacefully, non-violently, through information. It's a larger information war, and these people can't get away with this stuff unless we let them get away with it, unless we forget about all these individuals. And I think it would be time that someone goes up to Donald Trump and asks him, would you actually do something about Julian Assange, or did you again once forget who he is after he played, I think, the most critical role in your first election? Um, that's a question that I think is worth asking. We got another rumble rant here by Michael of Thompson saying, 2018 Farm Bill legalized hemp products having up to 0.3% D9THC. A 50-gram bar of chocolate can legally contain up to 150 milligrams of D9THC. Mom-and-pop hemp is now targeted by corporate canna monopolies. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, lots of stuff happening, especially when it comes to Monsanto and other large corporations, now Bayer, that are essentially having a control on this market and uh, trying to get a monopoly on what what was once a very simple plant, but now is turned into a Frankenstein plant that some people want you to take because they want you acquiescent, silent, and obedient to the larger fucking atrocities happening in this world. Fucked. I, I think I think that's not overstating it. Uh, you know what's what's devastating to me is that so many innocent people got put behind bars for pot all through Still my all through my childhood. Are being put well, behind bars certainly. to this day. It's a well. A lot of people don't know this. Oh no no I no it's an important point I'm just saying it was it was a much bigger problem in Absolutely. the 1990s it was like everybody basically everybody still smoked pot but just like we were all afraid that we were going to be put in prison for and it. maybe that's why we ha we're paranoid yes yes exactly <laughs> maybe that's why I can't smoke weed anymore because the cops fucked me up I have PTSD because I'm just trying to stay out of prison while I want to get a little bit high and go play basketball leave me alone. Shout out to uh, Mike Mello for calling in. I really appreciate that. Let me know where we could follow your work and your reporting. I think it would be awesome to highlight uh, independent media here on this podcast. Again, this is our 15th episode. We're just getting started. We haven't even set up the right graphics and transitions. We're going to have particular segments here. We got a lot of big plans here for this particular broadcast. We're going to be back this Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern time with a very controversial guest. The conversation conversation is going to be probably just a little bit tumultuous unless this guest cancels. I hope they won't. I don't want to say who it is because I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to ruin it. We resurrected Very Hitler. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> 
We're not. We're not taking. We're not. We're not bringing your bestie here. Don't worry, Clem. Uh, he's not. He's not coming here. Although I, I, I was thinking about like sh- like uh, competitions and dares we should do, and I think maybe we could do something where. Uh, we uh, file down that that little stash of yours in, what? in, a, in a creative oh. way as, as part of a bit. Oh, or I com- have to be a Hitler mustache? Jesus <laughs> Christ, dude. We have a lot of weird stuff that we're going to be up to, to <laughs> say the least. Do not let him do that to you. <laughs> I will try That's not. a no. Listen, listen we're, we're here do to... Do uh, it. No, no, it has to be like a competition or a game or, or something <laughs> that is okay, going okay. to be absolutely... If it's a fair uh, competition and you have to have a Hitler mustache if I win, I'll consider it. But if it's just me doing it to do it because it's funny. No, no, no. No, no shade. We November. might, we, we might can, bring can up. Grow it? We might bring uh, <laughs> Brie here. Think... She's the lady that waxed Alex Stein's chest. So okay. there, there is going to be a lot of uh, interesting guests coming on the show. A lot of interesting people here in Miami, like Martha. So uh, we're going to be live three days out of the week here on Rumble.com forward slash We Are Change. If you haven't signed up yet, you haven't registered, you haven't subscribed. It's free. Do it right now because we are going to be live when we have big major guests. When we have those big major guests, we're going to go live at any moment and any time, just like we did with Vivek. We have a big guest coming up this Sunday. It's going to be definitely worth a watch as the conversation is going to be very tumultuous. So thank you, uh, Mike Mello, for being a member of LukeUnfilter.com. Members of LukeUnfilter.com can call in. And uh, we appreciate the questions. We appreciate the participation. It means a lot to us to have all of your rumble, rumble rants, super chats, and people who donated on mysuperchat.com to be a part of those conversations. Really means a lot. Martha, thank you so much for coming. I thought the conversation was great. We talked a lot about uh, circumcision and penises being cut off and celebrities getting fucked in the ass and uh, we, we really uh, we really had Love a really it. wholesome show here. It was a weird episode. It, it was. was. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad that I'm associated with penises and... <laughs> and Will Smith getting and fucked ass. in the ass. Yeah, you know, um, hey, <laughs> whatever tickles your pickle. <laughs> where, where can people follow you? Uh, you can follow me on all social media at Bueno for Miami and of course you can uh, check out Argood at Argood.com. Argood, how do you spell that? O-U-R-G-O-O-D. Our good. Our good. And it's the best edible. It hits you in 15 minutes or less. It's twice as fast as all others and uh, no sugar and all that good stuff. Clinton will let you know. I'm I'm going to go home. He's going to try it. I'm either going to have just a fucking like world record breaking panic attack or ice cream is going to taste better. I'll let you know. Uh, Clint's never going to come back. Uh, (laughs) R.I.P. It was nice knowing you. Clint Russell, Liberty Lockdown. That's the show. I had an episode, kind of did a deep dive on what I think may be wrong with RFK Jr. I think you guys will find that interesting. So make sure you subscribe to Liberty Lockdown. Go check that out. And then uh, I will be doing Tower Gang tomorrow night with Lord Miles. And then I will be on with Dave Smith on Tim Cassirel on Thursday, and then I will be on Friday as well, and then I will be back here Sunday to be with our very special guest, which we're not going to go public with, but it should be an incredible episode. Make sure you hit the subscription button and leave a comment and share with your friends and let people know we love you. Thank you so much. Fighting for our liberties here on We Are Change. Thank you for being here. My name is Steph. We Are Change on Instagram. All the celebrities get fucked in the ass, a part of a (laughs) satanic ritual. I love you guys. Stay tuned for more.